Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In today's episode, our party fight a winged beast, a king is buried, and yay, Havlo's cured. All this and more in today's episode of the Paper Dungeon. Hey, what is up, Dungeoneers? Welcome to this episode of the Paper Dungeon. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is going to be a super, super rad stream today. We're going to go in a fortress again and, and do some stuff. <laughs> okay, mistakes are made. I'm taking over. I'm taking over. He's back. Hi, guys. I think Welcome this to episode 17 of the Paper Dungeon. I'm so sorry for giving Grant a, sl- a smidge of control. That was a mistake. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're super excited for this episode. We don't have a ton of announcements that we need to get through, but we do have a reminder. Uh, I believe February 8th is going to be our uh, Valentine's Day one-shot, DM'd by the lovely Miss Lydia K over there. Um, also, if you guys haven't checked out, <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out her sword earrings, uh, you should do it because they're freaking rad, um, and they sell out quick. So uh, you gotta get them while they last. Just saying. Um, but yeah, that's basically all we have for, uh, for announcements. Is that right, guys? Uh, check out our merch store at www.thepaperdungeon.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Aside from shameless plugs, I don't think we have Everyone, exclamation well. point, Pat. Welcome to oh, yeah. Little Muras. Everybody. A world full of sprawling cities <laughs> and dark right, right, secrets. Yeah, all right. In the wake of the trial, well, a divine act so of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth. But there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Rhyme to the fields of Rivaluna, deep in the Bloom Rose Ocean and high above the Alisar Mountains. Our story will see our adventurers through glory fear and fortune as they make their way through the paper dungeon And we're back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But yes, welcome back. <clears throat> so, in the last couple episodes, we have found our party making their way to the city or town, really, of Katin, the home of Lada Lachlan, the mentor of uh, Renaya. They were traveling there to relieve Havel of this curse that left him without the skin and muscles on his body. It's been slowly traveling from his hands and toes up his body towards his torso. Um, he was given a timeline. They think that he has about 24 hours left, um, for, or 30 hours left, from where we left off in the last episode. 30 hours before that curse will reach his torso, um, reaching a lot of the major arteries and causing him to die. Um, 
They did make their way to Katyn, where they did meet Lada, uh, and she revealed that this curse could only be removed through the um, acclimation of a uh, of a certain herb. Check the notes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Check the notes for Aaron. <laughs> the name of the herb specifically starts is, with an A. Is uh, Anison. That's the Anison herb. This small bundle of yellow flowers on kind of this um, thick stalk. Uh, and the closest place to get this herb was the island of Luce, specifically in uh, Arithal Keep, the home of what was once the king of the dragons, Terracalamos, um, and who has recently passed on. They then decided that they would head to the keep to gather this herb and make their way through it to get it before returning to Lada um, to have this curse removed. After a little bit of prep and one night's rest, they did make their way onto the island of Luce and proceeded to uh, march their way up to the center of the island where Arithal Keep, this looming square castle of slate and iron plates, stands tall above the rest of the island, standing on the highest point and then being taller than most of the tree line. Uh, this kind of boxed uh, building of slate with these two towers, not two towers, but four towers on each corner. Uh, it was revealed to Cather and Edward as they were locked out uh, that they are crystals above each of those towers, floating ever so gently, these large, jagged black crystals. The party then... Uh, most of the party managed to make their way into the keep, having to go through a puzzle um, after being uh, revealing some specters through gems and getting names and numbers and a little bit of an algorithm going. Um, eventually, they figured out uh, the passphrase, may he live, and moved on into the dungeon. Um, this allowed Catherine and Edward to rejoin them, where they found themselves in a banquet hall. Um, banquet hall filled with beautiful men and women dancing throughout the day, throughout the hall. Um, it was very quickly revealed to them that it was not quite as it seemed, and these men and women who were dancing were actually undead. Um, through some few good checks and few good saves, everyone managed to make their way and get through the banquet hall and barricade it so that they could rest there for the evening. Um, they then proceed to have some good talks and they all awake as we start. They all awake um, here in the banquet hall that they have barricaded um, still in Arathal Keep, still looking for the herb. So, like I said, you guys are in the keep. You guys barricaded all the doors. Um, these three elves have already been awake for about four hours or so, talking and, and figuring things out. Um, but Havel, Edward, and Tarak, you now awaken, um, and the six of you are all awake and good to go. The, um, earlier yes. you mentioned... Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. Um, earlier you mentioned that uh, I had around... 30 hours. That was at the top, right? Mm -hmm. We are now eight, like, we're eight, so you, aren't we eight hours less? Didn't I only have, like, 34 so or 36 you, hours? Yeah, you I had 36. Say, I think he's down to 22 no, now. No, you had 36, and you guys have spent six hours getting to Luce and in, or to the island of Luce, and at the end of the night, you use six and then hours. So you have 30 left from this moment. Rest. Yeah. That's oh, eight yes, hours. right. Yeah, yeah so. that's eight hours. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-two. So we'll, right. I'm, I'm keeping it fair. Six hours and two hours of downtime, but still eight. Was it thirty-six hours? I don't feel like it was thirty-six mm -hmm. hours, but for now, yeah. 
Sure. But we'll go with it. We'll sure. go with I'm, it. I'm, I'm happy with that. I think we've got time. 22, I think we've got time. we got a day. <laughs> yeah. We got He'll be fine. <laughs> it's fine. What's going on? We happen? got it. That rounds up to a full day. <laughs> Is that in, in like, fey time or in, like... <laughs> would, would he yeah, die right. faster or slower in the Feywild? I suppose it would it depend. depends on how he rolls. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Depends on the dice. Any hooser, well, we all wake up. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, Do you think that Havel would die faster or slower in the Feywild? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, with our luck, it would definitely be faster. With my luck, it would be just, like, snap, like, Right in the middle, right? right? Enough to hurt, but not, not enough for it really to, to affect much, well, I what guess. Would his own personal time affect it? And then what if he left? I don't He's understand not how time going works. to die, so we don't need to worry about it. I am still sitting in the corner with Ginger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so is there like a, is like there a, a door? Like a way to leave? Like a door? You guys remember that there were four, four doors that you buried so in. Take your four Take, doors uh, in the corridors. We want more. There, four doors. There are two doors ago. on either side. So just uh, a layout of the room. There's the hallway that you guys came from, and there's no doors beside from that hallway on that wall. It's to your back right now. Going directly across the banquet hall, there's a uh, a clean wall with nice tables in front of it. The only um, disruption to that clean wall is about a um, 20 foot, or maybe probably about 15 feet uh, wide box that protrudes about five feet from the wall of this smooth obsidian. There's this little box that comes out um, from the wall. On your wall, to so your right and to your left, there are two doors, one closer to the far wall and one closer to the um, entrance wall. You guys have barricaded them all. Yes, we did. Um, Are there any scraps of cloth lying around from like the like the zombies and stuff that did had? Did the tables yeah. have okay. table covers? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. I don't need a whole yep, lot. Yeah, the cloth. tables had runners, um, and or uh, tablecloths and runners, um, so you guys could use those for whatever you're wanting to use them for. I just want to. I'm gonna tear off a strip of cloth, and I realized after I had, gosh dang, stabbed the ghast or the ghoul. I don't remember. Um, One of the two. I'm going to use the cloth to wrap it around the sheath to keep it connected to the hilt so I don't have to worry about it popping off when I, hmm. like I'm fighting things. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm going to... <laughs> Front and left. <laughs> Front left. So closest to the... Yes. So yes, I'm going to closest to the wall with the black box. Yes. To the left. Yes. Anyone oh, know what cool. the deal is with the black box? I'm sure we'll find out soon. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> I I have confidence so, in this dungeon. <laughs> you go over to what you're calling the front left. Um, this rather simple door um, has simple for the dungeon. Um, it has a nice golden imbued archway. Um, and it's just a simple little arch door with one little latch on it. You go and you go to pull on it and it opens. And it opens onto a hallway about five feet wide um, that leads further down just directly to your right. 
Um, would anyone care to join me? Perhaps we should open them all and see what we see? I mean, I have a strange... how do we know this is the right way to go? Well, I do have a strange inkling they're all going to look like hallways, but we can sure try. You see Edward crawl out from under his table, and he's just saying, (laughs) What are you guys doing? You guys are all in such a hurry. Don't you want to make some tea or something first? We're just going to walk in. Um, Edward, uh, you didn't tell me we were going. I was laying under a table. What if something happened? Can you think a little bit more about why we might be in a hurry? Just just for a second. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Use your brain. It is very There's a very moment. simple answer. I'm going to go I thought open you said door. you were going to tell me things and we were going to plan, but you Havel just opened a door. only has a certain amount of hours left to live. Oh, so would you like to take your tea and your biscuits while he <laughs> sl- dies slowly? I'm, I'm opening like another door. Oh, by all means. Which door do you open? Whichever one is next to this first one. Okay. Um, while Melora and Edward continue to argue back and forth, you open a door onto a very, very large kitchen. Uh, There are cauldrons, there are ovens, um, countertops, a variety of pots and pans. Um, It's a very, very uh, nice kitchen for the time. Like, it has a lot of relatively modern features. We have a kitchen! Oh, look, you can make your biscuits. Great! Well, there nice. you can get your tea. Hmm? Yes, I, I was thinking the same thing. And By he starts means, towards the kitchen. The next door. I'm going to go open the next door. <laughs> okay. So you go uh, back over to the right side now. Um, are you doing closest to the black box or closest to the entrance? I'm, I'm just working my way around. Okay, so closest to the entrance. So uh, you open the door onto a, another hallway. Another hallway. This one goes down, and then it looks like it hooks to the right. Goes hey. to the right. Uh, and upon opening the final door, uh, you open it, and it's just an immediate hallway that goes down left. This one <coughs> goes left. Um. So we got left, straight, right, and a kitchen? Yes. Uh, not, I don't mean to interrupt, because I don't know if that would be correct of me to do socially but didn't they didn't Lada say that the garden would be like in the middle or something like that am I just imagining that did that happen I I think she said she didn't know where it would be Mm. I think she said the keep itself is towards the middle of the place Mm. so if if you were to put if you were to put like a garden where would you put it DM. Um, yes, Havel. Would Havel remember if Ryan, because Ryan doesn't remember because Ryan has pea-sized brain. But ha- Havel has big wrinkly <laughs> brain. So would Havel remember what Lada said? You remember I have a higher intelligence uh, than Lada... you, Edward. I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Lada talking about how the keep would be towards the center of the island. Okay, yes. She didn't ever mention anything about Renaya, it. I listen to my Ren- mentor. Renaya, um, you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, Thank you. I did make okay, that. I, I was, I was con- kind of hoping. Ever, uh, you're right. I'm just <laughs> confirming you guys are right. I don't, okay. Um, I'm going to be entirely honest right now. Um... Death seems a lot more pleasant than whatever the hell is going on right now. So uh, can we uh, make a decision? Do we want to go down straight hall, left hall? Well, right hall? if we want to try towards the middle, um, 
DM, where did we enter? Mm. Like, the outside of the keep, would you say that we entered, like, was the gate towards the middle of a wall? Or was it, like, more towards, like, a corner Uh situation? Yeah. So, yes. Great. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) Yes to all of that. Excellent. (laughs) Yes. Give me me one second. He's got to search through the notes. (laughs) No, I'm making a map for you okay, guys. Oh, wow. Wow. Because no, we're really already fancy. towards... Because He's we gonna... went down the hallway, Kay. went entered, and it opened so, straight through, and went down the hallway, went left. This is what you guys, this is what you guys got. Okay. So this is where you came from. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. And then to your guys' left, coming from there, mm-hmm. this is the kitchen, and the hall that goes straight up. And on the other side, there's the oh. other hall that goes straight up, and the hall that goes down to the right. So okay. I have another clarification question. Um, when yes. we figured out the puzzle and the wall became a door, uh-huh, uh-huh. did we go down yeah. the hall towards the left, or was it just down the hall it opened into the banquet hall? Down the hall, open into the banquet. Great. So I think we're already towards the middle, mm-hmm. if we want to just try the corridor that goes straight down. You guys, based off of the scale of the building and relatively where you are and how far you've traveled, the black box is roughly what you guys would assume is the center of the building. Oh, that I have really a feeling good. we should um, check out the black box. <laughs> I, that sounds like okay, a great so idea. Goes and opens the black great. box. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Actually, okay, I would like to state this might be the best plan. Because if he gets cursed, so, then we don't lose anything. They can't well, he's more expendable so than the, the rest just, of us. Just, the just unit, to clarify. The unit gain. <laughs> this black box is... It's not a black box. It's a tower. It's oh. a square tower that goes from the floor to the ceiling of this about uh, 15 foot wide. And I, I lied. It's going to be uh, yeah, I, about I think 10 feet out from... A better descriptor would have been column. Yeah, column's just fine. Did you say it, um, it does something like this? What it goes kind of like yes. that? Okay, all right. Exactly. Perhaps an obelisk. Uh, <laughs> not really an obelisk. It goes from... <laughs> it's a jut from the wall that goes from floor to ceiling of smooth mm-hmm. black onyx um you go to inspect it and i will need an investigation check i can do that and a constitution saving throw is anyone helping me i'll help yay <laughs> and a constitution saving throw i'm okay with this yeah. <laughs> hey b 21 okay you go uh and begin looking around, and the immediate thought is that this is a completely smooth column. Uh, a completely smooth face. But after looking at it for about 20 minutes from just about any angle that you could possibly look at it and running your bone hands over it, Melora comes over and just starts running her hands over it as well, and she finally begins to feel just ever so slightly these four holes. Small, only about half an inch tall, maybe a quarter of an inch wide, rectangular holes in the front of the face, about three feet up, um, and about four inches apart, in the centered on the column. These four tiny little holes. Have we found ourselves another puzzle? Either that or a trap. Why not both? Could be both. Um... I mean, there's nothing we can do with it now, right? There's nothing in the room. I would assume that it would be some kind of, like, keyhole or something, right? Kind of like the wall. Perhaps. 
and Suppose. as far as I can tell, we've got four holes and four hallways. Well, one of them's a kitchen. Do you want to try the kitchen? We could revisit it. It's true. I mean, I. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Grant. Oh no. Oh. Oh. How are they? Ar- how will they argue now? No, not <laughs> the internet's had problems. I got it. I got it. Malora, you're being mean to me. <laughs> I no no no. I, it's more like give, I give need help. Give, give me a second. I mean, perhaps if there's time on the way back, I just worry that we might devote a little yeah. too much time to trying to figure I, it out I, uh, and then lose track and then not good. have enough time I, I'll, to I'll get stay back. down here. Uh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. why don't uh, why don't we go check out the kitchen first? If, if we yeah, it's plugged into my MacBook. My MacBook is plugged into the wall. Perhaps checking the kitchen would be the less committed uh, no, one. No Wi-Fi. So. All right. And I, I don't suppose the herb that we're looking for is edible, by any means. No, no, uh, I'd never heard of it before. Maybe. Like, maybe it's just a really That's good, good spice. Maybe okay. it's in the kitchen. It, it's possible. Could be. Yeah. It could However, be. Uh, have I heard of this magic yes. rosemary? 36. I'll have to run back. <laughs> um, roll a nature Unlikely, because I'm terrible at nature. Oh, yeah. It's just cilantro. It's just cilantro. <laughs> right? It's just some oregano. <laughs> just, you know. Honestly. Yeah, you know. It's just... It's just bee things. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, hey, wow, I'll this dice is... Hannah, your dice are killing it tonight. No, that is okay. also a 21. <laughs> okay. Um, Mainly, do I know if it's edible? <laughs> yeah, you, you've heard of Anderson before. It's um, not an overly common herb... Uh, definitely not something for seasons or cooking. Um, very much regarded as something only for medical benefits. In rare cases, half the time it doesn't even work. Um, people, it's kind of like it's kind of like essential oils, where like there's half this group of people that are like, "Yo, this is the greatest thing on the planet because it can do anything, it can fix anything." And there's the other half of people who are like, "It doesn't actually do anything. It's all placebo." Uh, so, you know, you've heard of it. You've never really done research into it or how you use it or anything like that. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, I relay that information to the party and go, not particularly consumable in the traditional sense. Mm. In that case, maybe we should try a different hallway first. Perhaps. Yeah. But what if we get blocked out? Do we want to no, you know, test our theory that it's towards the middle? I mean, I mean, aren't if... we at the middle? No harm. Well, near the middle, it could be one near. of the correspondent rooms. Right. Because it would be really funny if, like, the garden was inside of that 15-foot cube. <laughs> okay, well, we're I'm not just saying we're, it would we're be not really, really doing much just standing here. Yeah, we should Renaya, choose a hallway. do you have any opinions? <clears throat> um, I like left. Great, me left. too. All right. <laughs> I'm down with left. So you guys proceed down the hall that's just that's past the kitchen. So on on your left side, um, but it's not the kitchen one; it's the further one, the first door that has <coughs> open. Then, right? Yes. 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 Um, okay. You guys begin to make your way down this hall. Um, do you go down the whole hall and then come back, or do you stop along the way? There are two doors that you find. Great. More doors to choose from. Doors are good. No, no harm in not opening them. I mean, right. nah, I suppose which one? Uh, I just opened one of the doors. Yeah. I opened the one. Which one? To the if you're heading down the hallway to the right, 
for me though. So they're both on the mad. left side. They're going down the hallway. There's this one I that's face the door. To the, the one entrance. on the far right. Face the door. The one on the far right. Yeah. Okay. You go down the hallway and open this into a rather humid room. Um, upon entering this, you can see uh, to your left side, there is a large rack of different alchemical tools and bottles um, and distilleries, stuff like that. And to your right, there is a little like glass wall um, that looks, if you go beyond it, it looks like there's a greenhouse. Guys, I found it. Go to rack. Well done, Tarak. Excellent. I did it. All right. <laughs> I entered the door as well. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you guys all enter into this room. Um, you all see the same thing. There's a large table that has, um, it looks like a variety, uh, this rather complicated alchemical setup going. Um, you know, thinking like Breaking Bad, like making meth type setup going. Right. That's um, great. I And then uh, just past it, you, there's that greenhouse wall, that glass wall. Um, on the far side of that wall, you can see uh, a there's a good like layer of moisture on the out on the inside of that wall. Um, and past it, kind of through the foggy little uh, little visibility that you have you can see large um flora and fauna flora and fauna plants going on i suppose it's those just are flora. plants, but yeah fauna is animals you're right it would, you're right do it i see animals there's just a lot of plants in there i would like to go to the greenhouse area and oh. um see if the door opens easily and then look for the anderson Perfect. You go over to the door, step in, and you immediately are hit with this wall of humidity. Uh, this nice thick layer of sweat immediately um, exudes from you. Um, but you step in uh, and begin searching through this greenhouse for uh, the herb Anderson. Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. Yeah. Yes. Do I uh, find? Them? Do I see any potions out of the corner of my eye? Uh, go ahead and roll a, eh, roll a, roll a d20 for me. 16. 16? Okay. You begin combing through this thick, almost jungle-esque landscape, um, that has, uh, taken over this, uh, this greenhouse. And as you do, up on the far right corner, there's a little windowsill with, like, three small... Uh, they're probably like medium-sized pots, you know, probably about eight inches in diameter, about six inches tall or so. Um, but you can see these three large stalks um, with a couple leaves coming off of each of them and little bushels of small yellow flowers towards the top. Um, that matches the description of the Anderson. Do I recall how much she said we needed? Uh, she did not mention any of that. Great. I'm going to walk over. Yeah. Is that it? Is that I, what we need? I, um, I'm not sure how much we need. Um, I suppose it, we can. And just... I'm going to start writing to Lada. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you gave me such a good tool. Okay. It's true. We got a fourteen. Just so you know. Okay, I'll get back to you in just a second. So I'm going to write in all capital letters. We found it. Um, okay. The the little herb thing. How much do we need? Bring it all. She says all of it. All right. Come on, boys. I start grabbing one. Okay. 
Yeah, they're only about, you know, yay tall or so, so two feet or so long. Um, and they're really easy to just kind of like rip out of the, Great. Rip out of the pot. Actually, Can we just take retract. the whole pot? I mean, are they I mean, all... You could take the pot. Are they all coming from one pot? I mean, a pot... There's three pots and each one has a single right, stock. Right, that's what I was thinking. Because mm -hmm. carrying the pot is going to be a little less... I mean, Easy I if, so. if we need to something. Great. I feel bad just like pulling them out of there though. Like someone clearly oh, put yeah, a lot I can, of care. I can no, it's fine, floating, just take them. I can create a floating <laughs> disc for up to an hour. It's true. If I mean, I don't know. We do have a small horde of undead though. Kind of. And that's uh, my problem. No, no, no. Didn't no. much know. Oh. No, I was just saying this. If we wanted to go out the way that we came, which is the quickest way, there is a small horde of undead waiting right. for us. Right. Which is what I was saying, which is my only problem. If we were to carry the pots, then weapons and other such yes. things, but the stocks are much easier to carry. However, there is a way to remove from the pots without breaking the roots. If you'd prefer, I do that, Tarak. I mean, I just. I think I'm not a big fan of thievery even if it's like to save someone's life and if the owner is dead it, it's just a personal thing i mean he was lada's lover and it's we're bringing it to lada we're friends uh, yeah no it's completely fine it's just i'm not a big fan of it i would like to try to remove the stalks from the pots without breaking the roots roll a nature check Wow. Nice, wow. Hannah. Well, <laughs> that is um, are there? a twenty-four. You. Oh yeah, easy. You, very, you, you know, you like kind of. Uh, oh dang it, they're not plastic. You kind of like uh, tap the bottom of the vase and then kind of twist it a little bit, slowly pulling it up and then kind of get the dirt out from under the roots and all that whole yard, whole nine yards. My grandma would be proud of me for knowing this. <laughs> hey, Grandma G, you out there? You a G? Uh, but yeah, you pull this out and manage to get these plants almost perfectly intact. Here we are, and I understand your concern, Tarak. But as Brenaya mentioned, I mean, it's. It isn't like it's a stranger that had these plants, and it is for a good cause as well. Yeah. Is yes. there any parchment really quickly, actually? Uh, yeah, there's lots of parchment cool. um, around on the desk and different tables. Um, Melora, um, I... I don't mean to butt in, but uh, here's some twine. If you want, we could wrap the bottoms in parchment, um, keep them in a little bit of dirt. That sounds good to me. Great. I'm going to start doing that. What were you, what were you saying, Drew? I I was just gonna ask. Um, while they are doing the thing with the herb, that's important. Um, mm. Are there what sort of other uh, plants and other kinds of herbs and stuff are there here? Well, yeah, you start kind of meandering your way through the greenhouse, um, and most of it isn't stuff that you recognize. Um, you do see. One plant that you recognize um, are moon lilies. Um, you do find a few moon lilies, which are native to the plains of uh, Rivaluna. Um, and so you can see those, but otherwise it's a variety of um, very extravagantly colored plants um, with large voluminous leaves and kind of just a variety of very unique 
plants that are clearly used for um, a lot of different things. Um, one thing that you also do notice is the back right corner, just past that um, shelf that Melora was taking the plants from, the corner is cut and there's another archway uh, door there. Like, like, and like, like the shelving is supposed to like cover it up. No, the shelf doesn't cover it up. So instead of it being like a rectangular room, um, that back right corner mm -hmm. is is cut with another wall that has a door in it. And just before that oh. angle change, there was that shelf. I'll um. I'll I'll take note of the different variety of flowers before I make my way over to that door. Okay. You, so you make your way over to the door. Uh, do you open it? Is, uh... Does it look like there's any traps? <laughs> I think that's the first time any... Go ahead and roll investigation. I, I think, uh, no, okay. as the rogue, I'm pretty sure that's the first time any of us have ever asked that. <laughs> Drew, I don't think you understand. We don't do that here. We just open the door. No, yeah, what is... Oh, that was almost really good. What is check for traps? What is check for traps? What is traps? Yeah, it's called this, a myth. What is this? Yeah, traps this trap are just. You speak of? They're they're just flavor. You know, they're just <laughs> they're zhuzh on the spice that is this dungeon. You know, I could I like I could my make a, I could make a joke about the the traps. Yeah. I was whoa, gonna whoa. Say. <laughs> Let's <laughs> calm it down, there, buddy. We're talking about. Uh, it's an it's an eighteen. Okay. Yeah, you go to open the door, look at Havel, and pause for just a second and go, whoa. Okay, we're gonna take a step back here. Okay, and then you look it's around, you look on the floor for any <laughs> trap doors, you look around the door, you look at the lock, you look at all of it, and you don't seem to think that there's anything that um, would be a trap by any means. Okay, the door locked. You go and uh, pull on the handle, and it does open. As it opens, you look into a room that is much larger than what you sh what it should be. Upon kind of evaluating where you would be in the keep compared to outside, you think that this is probably one of the towers. And as you step through the door, you enter upon this, uh, this... Use your words. Ever-expanding... <laughs> this ever-expanding room that seems to have no borders. Uh, this very like almost dimly lit room with flickering lights and a one single staircase that winds its way up of floating steps. Do it. Interesting. Do it. So guys, do we want to go back through the way that we came? I know that you had a discussion about this. Steps. Or do we want to look for a different exit? I mean... Hey, no. hey guys... <laughs> I... I just just saying it it I don't really care either way. There, there is a staircase that leads somewhere. Alright. If we want to um, check it out. Are there plenty of stairs? I, I know we wanted to kind of do this all in, in one go, but I'm feeling the pressure of time and wondering if maybe we should try and Get Havel better and then come back. We have a day. Great. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying maybe this is I a mean, way out that avoids the zombies. Or it's a place that locks us in a throne room with a decaying dragon. 
Uh, I, I don't think so. The, this the, seems listen, to be where we're in the towers are, I, actually. I'm going to be entirely honest. Normally, I'd say, let's do it. But um, there, there are two women in my life that very recently have made it very prevalent that I have been using my better judgment. And I'm going to use my one better judgment <laughs> for the day and say that maybe right now it's not the best time to do this. All right. I mean, that's very fair. I was just putting so, it out there. Although, check out this room, though. It's really cool. I. So... If we are to go back the way we came and all of the skeletons and friends are waiting for us, Renaya, do you think you could do your fancy, um, really cool thing you did last time? I'm so sorry. I didn't know what you call it. Yeah, no, I can do it. Yeah. I mean, I think that if she stood in the middle of us as we walked away, it could be protection. It's a deterrent. Sure, yeah. Um, Tarak. Yeah. So, you had uh, an issue with the water before, yeah. and more specifically the things in the water, right? Yeah. Okay. What, is there anything at all that we could possibly feasibly do to make you comfortable with traveling oh, over the oh, water. As he is going through and saying this, Cather, you hear it first preceded by immediately everybody else. You hear this loud, um, ear-shattering shriek, this <laughs> type shriek um, as it goes through and echoes through the hall. I need Cather to make a uh, constitution saving throw oh. and oh, yes. uh, no. so does Melora. Why? Because Aaron thinks he knows what this I is. So. Earlier, I tried looking for potions. Yes, you did. <laughs> While they're um, rolling their con saves. Have you? As, before you were going through all this, you uh, kind of looked through the variety of different um, alchemical tools and sets and stuff like that, and you're finding that most of this is more of the tool set than um, the actual products right sad. now. Um, it seems like Amos has been coming to the end of his, his um, brewing, whatever he was brewing, um, then in the middle of the process or having the products. Any books? Um, uh, there are a couple different books. Um, there's some on the basics of um, alchemical solutions. There's one uh, more on the advanced side of it. There's one that's just one that he's been handwriting of different, uh, different herbs that he has. All of it. Take cool. all of it. Beautiful. Nice. So, what did you get, Catherine Melora? Uh, 21. 21, very nice. Melora? Two. Two? Ooh. Awesome. That's a new so record. That's talking. the lowest hey, she's ever rolled. Guys, we were... Guys, that was we a natural polar, one. We were polar opposites. <laughs> oh, no, polar opposites then. So... Uh, Cather, you're standing in this room, your ears immediately, your hands immediately go to cover your ears as this, um, deafening shriek echoes through this room. Melora, you being the closest to that door, you also hear it. Um, and for a moment, Cather, your body locks up, but you kind of shake it off as you kind of look around trying to figure out what caused this. Melora, as you're holding these, talking and trying to figure everything out, you hear the shriek um, and your ears, your hands immediately go to cover it as well. And as you do, you feel your joints lock up and your body begin to uh, become immobile and you are paralyzed. Um, do no. I take... We're going to roll initiative. Do I take oh, damage? So or am I just paralyzed? Oh. You're just paralyzed. <sighs> Alright, that's fine. <laughs> this All is right. going great. This, 
guys. Don't worry, we're gonna do fine. The bard's gone. By the way, in canon, I like to imagine that Edward just didn't go with us and he is making tea and biscuits in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, what's the challenge rating of this? Uh, (laughs) High enough. No, we're gonna have Edward be there. (laughs) No, biscuits. To be fair, DJ, Edward got a 16. If if Edward is there, then it's like, congratulations, an extra 20 hit points. Aaron. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, before we start, um, I do believe that Grant can rejoin. Oh. Aaron. Oh, yeah? That's... Oh. Hey, Dang it. These I had things. a sheep pull up and everything. I was ready to go. How lucky. Although I do like it when it's here. Got this, uh, okay, yes, Grant's uh, That depends. Uh, the answer is almost always not at all. Boom. You grab the right Yay! door. Back. Yay! The first try. <laughs> back. Nice. We're I'm back. sorry, what was so, that, Ryan? You grab the right door. To catch you up, Grant. Yes, catch me up. Basically what happened, they decided to go down um, the first hallway, the one that Havel opened up, um, which then the first door that they opened happened to go to the greenhouse. So they managed to find the herb that they've been looking for. That was easy. Um, It was super easy as they were kind of discussing what they needed to do next to um, get out of the keep and get off the island. Uh, They all heard this deafening shriek. Um, And now Malora is paralyzed and the rest of you are rolling initiative. What? Go ahead and roll oh, initiative. Don't tell me more. He, he forgot to mention that Catherine uh, opened I... a door to a, an endless like room with a staircase. To a tower. And not oh, to mention, okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure DJ said in canon rad. that uh, Edward rolled a 16. Great. Yes. Um, hey, on initiative. So that's congratulations. the best I've ever rolled. <laughs> hey. I also hey, have a question. That's great. That's great because I also yes. rolled a 16. Minus one. Did Edward get his tea? No. 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 Oh. <laughs> no gonna... oh. That be... oh. Has, has a midlife crisis at the age of 24. <laughs> 23. <laughs> I was so ready for the even drop to zero already, I think he's already had his I midlife totally crisis. I totally thought I was as well. <laughs> I was when like, I, got to, she's dead. Wait. I got a natural one and I was like, I am about to go unconscious <laughs> right Laura's now. not... Cursed is she? Uh-uh. No, just penalized. No. Okay, Hannah, just I thought it was a banshee. I was so sure it was a banshee. Oh, dude, I was hoping. Did DJ <laughs> screech for you? Bro, I, I wish yes. I could do a better yes, screech. Okay, it's, good. It sounds more like Ryan's screech, except creepier. I'm gonna have to watch the VOD. Like, watch me screech. physically, like screeching, or like me. Yeah, do do the thing. Do the what thing? thing? Oh, no, God. I have so many oh, different screeches. No, no, I'm right next to my mic, and I'm not going to hurt everyone's ears. <laughs> guys, all right, guys, what did we all get? Are we keeping Grant's roll? Grant, do you yeah. want oh, to roll? Do you want to oh, roll for hey, No, hey, I'm Ch- rolling Grant, again. Grant. Screech. Okay. Grant. Grant. I rolled a 15 um, plus 2. I've got 17 on initiative. Grant, nice. before we do anything else, in case you forgot to, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope you did, because you're a responsible what? young man. Did you start Audacity Bro, again? I've had it running the whole time, so Hannah doesn't have to find the spot on a podcast, or Drew, whoever's editing nice. it, but that's okay, just behind sure. the scenes. On to Beautiful. the story. <laughs> so, 25 to 20. 20. Okay. Not that it matters. <laughs> it always no, matters. No, it just means you get a reroll your You can re-roll your save sooner. Right. Well, you guys that said that at the same time. <laughs> when you're paralyzed, don't you have? Do you have disadvantage on on dex checks? I'm pretty sure you automatically fail. Yeah, you kind of move. But uh, 19 to 15. Oh, I got 17. Uh, 15. 17, Mr. DM. Miss. <laughs> Initiative uses your dex, but it's not considered a dex uh, check. So yep, she's good. Okay, I was just Oh, yeah, the Lord, non existent in this. 14 to 10. Uh, Third. 10. 
13. 10. Renaya. And I'm sure Havel oh, has a better dex yeah, than yes. Tarak. <laughs> While we're on this, this one, just three, three, four, five, five, six. Right? Cool. Initiative, initiative so, is considered a skill check, though, right? Is it? We're moving on. And so, could you do, do, just drop it? Do you want me to re-roll? <laughs> True. No, you're no, no, fine. No. This is nothing. This this doesn't have to do anything after the game. This is what I came back so. for. <laughs> this is what after, we all came back as for. you uh, uncover your ears, looking around for what this possibly could be. At first, you don't see anything, and you begin to like look up and around, and circling above you, slowly making laps down um, around the staircase. You see this almost wyvern-esque creature. A little bit smaller than a wyvern, um, but two legs with large wingspan and a reptilian draconic head um, wreathed in flames flying off of it, making its way down and around before eventually it uh, lands just in front of you and immediately goes coming in, um, reaching for its with its two claws on its wings, and then coming in to bite at your face. Uh -huh. We're in danger. You know, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I want this. I want this to be Cather's pet of the party. <laughs> we all talked about how all all the party members get pets. Your story of how you first bees. met is that it attacked your face. You're like, you know how I got this scar. <laughs> this is about to be a like donkey dragon situation. You know, we'll have Ginger the squirrel. Does a, we'll, we'll have Sassafras. Does a, uh, <laughs> Does an eleven hit? No. Well, good. That was off of a two. Does a. 27 hit. That's good to know. And that was Why off of a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have Willie the Wyvern. Willie the Wyvern. I was half hoping it was a raw just, just here to murk us. It's like one of the guardians. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> nope. The wrong day. Ah yes, the thing that hunts giants. Ah yes, DJ's dragons die. Fine. <laughs> That's sure I'm, good I'm sure I'm not bad right now. So you take uh, 12 points of slashing damage. And nice. 8 points of necrotic damage and are grappled. As this thing lands in front of you, tries to bite at you, you sidestep it and it swings in with the two claws on its wings and grabs you pinching you between its wings and it's basically a thumb and then begins flapping its wings again and starts to fly up uh let's see use how much movement use 60 to get down flies up 20 feet uh and that is its turn Rude. melora you see all this happen from outside the room looking in um you watch as cather uh is bared down upon by this this shadowed dragon, the shadowed wyvern, um, and you see him sidestep, get caught, and then disappear out of your view, all while not being able to move or do anything. Um, go ahead and roll another constitution saving throw. Don't mind me, guys. I'm just going to be making Five. my next character here quick. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, you... hey, guys. We need a we need a spellcaster in this party, right? We like like a wizard, right? I think you know. I think that's the new spellcaster. Like that. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a wizard, guys. It'll be real cool. So, 
<laughs> Melora, you stand there paralyzed uh, with the utmost desire to break free and help your friend, but you just can't manage to get your muscles to move. Uh, and that is your turn, Edward. Oh, uh, yeah. You kind of reel back from the screech, um, uncovering your ears, and you watch as Cather suddenly just gets lifted off the ground oh, by no. this shadowed wyvern creature and oh, disappeared out of your view from the greenhouse. Oh, my. Oh, my. It disappeared out of view, like, like yeah, gone? So, um, to, to explain, there, the greenhouse is this rectangular room with the back right corner cut off um, by another wall, and there's a little archway. Um, what you would know is to be one of the, the back right corner tower that comes out from the building. This is the entrance to it. Mm. And so you're standing in the greenhouse looking through the doorway where Cather was, um, and so you just can't see him now as, um, as you can't see higher than the doorway allows. Oh, good. Okay. So uh, I'm assuming that I wouldn't be able to that'd probably be a bad idea anyways um i was um i will try to uh not cather and i'm gonna run <laughs> in the direction to try to see where the dragon takes him um, okay and they come on guys <laughs> and then i'm gonna cast bardic inspiration on tarak Okay, so you run into the room, and it is, just as Cather said, this ever-expanding room with no borders. You can't see it. It just goes on and on and on, much larger than you would than you would expect it to be. And you look up as you see this wyvern thrashing Cather around as it's holding him in its wings, as it's flapping up and down, um, pulling him up about 20 feet above you. Oh, that's bad. And then bad. you cast your body inspiration. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, come on, guys, runs towards it. the dragon, looks back, says, uh, Drak, help me. And that's how he casts it. <laughs> that's that's yeah, about yeah, as creative as I can be today. He, the thing. he did it. Very nice. I'm trying to be so, creative, guys. Anything else that you're going to do on your turn? Uh, No. Very nice. No, very nice. Wait. So, wait. Cather. Ooh, wait what? a second. Wait a is second. Is Bardic Inspo. That's a, a bonus, bonus action. action. Yes, it is. Great. Oh my goodness. I'm learning. Uh, so, okay. I still have my well, action. I feel like you oh rested in, in knowledge, though, because every <laughs> other episode you've known it's a bonus action until now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, instead, um, could I try to cast Detect Thoughts on the dragon? Uh, yeah. Okay. Go Let's do it. that one. Like, I like how we came here to avoid fighting a dragon. <laughs> it's like a tiny dragon. Oh no, he has to make a wisdom saving you know, throw. He's gonna wyvern. win. Now we're you know, fighting baby dragon. Yeah. Only did, only did two thirds of my health in one hit. Is, <laughs> is an eight? Big, oh! Does an eight beat it? No. So I'm big. <laughs> So you get to you know the thir- the surface thoughts, right? Yes, it says I know the surface thoughts. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> so you uh, cast your spell, uh, causing this little uh, circlet to go around this wyvern's head. Um, before kind of slowly like sinking into its head and you immediately had this psychic link um, and 
Let's see. Please, Maybe it's friendly. Please tell Intelligence me. Intelligence of five. Please tell me it's surface. Guard. Protect. Eat. Oh. Those oh, are surface I wish, I wish you were just eat. like, it's surface. No. No I eat. I wish <laughs> surface thoughts were just. That was the screech. That was the screech. No, he's not. What it's thinking. Then Edward, after landing that, turns quickly and says, It wants to eat us! And that's it. Anyway, whose turn is it? So, Catherine, as you're like getting thrashed around, barely staying conscious through this constant whiplash, you just barely hear Edward go, It wants to eat us! Oh, God! Oh, wonderful. What are you going to oh, do? Man. Good for you. <laughs> well, see, I don't even, even know what to do. Because I, I considered, considered briefly. I briefly oh, considered man. casting Shield of Faith on myself. But what would that, what good would that do me? You're going to roll above a 20 no matter what. So, you it's know. only plus 9. That's, you have better That's, than 50% odds. what I have. Uh, yeah, and yeah, more you're all the deadly. time. <laughs> see, yeah, but if you break free of a grapple, won't you plummet? And I'm right next to him. Yes, that that's too. fine. Uh, and so, I feel like you go. You know, I feel like just stay in its grapple. I feel like you're you're safest in its arms right now. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm still, gonna do. I mean, uh, <laughs> so I'm just gonna attack it. Cause you know what? That's go for it. Cather do what Cather Cather does. Cather you know? try what yeah. Cather wants to do. <laughs> go ahead and roll to attack. Except the tiny dragon hugs. Roll with disadvantage. Midair. You're in the air. You're in the air. Being thrown about. Disad it's well, disadvantage okay. for uh, attacking someone when you're grappled, right? No, not normally. No. It's restrained. No, it's normally. disadvantage for attacking while you're being held by a dragon. You're in, in midair. I would say midair. I think that's issue. the the it's, word. It's the midair constantly flapping. If you were in his in his bottom claws, you'd be just fine. <laughs> but the fact that you're that literally being true. thrown oh, back oh, and forth. I, oh, he's, oh, he's holding me in yeah. his That's way funnier. That's way funnier. Okay, yeah. Hence why you're being whiplash going up and down. We're all just kind of standing there watching Catherine go. I, I picture him going Worst trampoline ever. He's just being ragdolled in the air by this thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, Hence why the disadvantage. But but he's he looks jacked at least. He looks jacked. Right. As, yeah, as yeah, he's going know. through, you can see the muscles bulging, trying to Cather? stabilize himself. His core flex. Cath the traps are just flying. Cather, you are having the worst time, but man, do you look hot. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is the equivalent of like a giant shake weight. <laughs> like for your whole body. <laughs> oh my goodness. I... It's the tiny amount so of gym no, that he has in his uh... armor that's like the shaking motion. <laughs> like he's yeah. Just... yeah, I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't do it. It yeah, destabilizes you know, at fat. What am I gonna do? Like, it's like the 20s machine. Cause like, like, if I break out of this <laughs> grapple, then I fall to the ground and probably still go unconscious. Okay, see, Drew, I got you. It, Come on. If you stay, charm, then I'm not in it. Charm, yes. Drew. If you stay in the true. grapple, he'll charm. go higher up. Yes. So when you fall, you take more damage. Charm. I mean, this is also Kimura is having a field day somewhere. <laughs> like he's just... okay, 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 okay. Charm okay. the dragon okay. with your muscles. Frolicking through the flames, just, just, just strutting back home. <laughs> 
Mr. DM, sir, I would, yeah, on, on further consideration, I'm going to break out of the round. All right, roll an athletic check. You're going to die, die. Oh, oh my god. god. I'm going to attempt to break out of the uh, ground. He's going to go I'm unconscious. Ready if I would have. I mean, yeah, no, I knew that. I knew that right away. But I'm ready. Does anyone have feather fall? Um, 24. What? 24. Yeah, no. Not Easy. Even sorry, it has a plus 9 to athletics. I'm yeah, yeah, we know. Paralyzed. I'm sorry. So, well, that's great. my turn. You go through just trying to get your head wrapped around what you're seeing and what's going on, and you manage to kind of focus on this claw wrapped around your, your torso and your stomach, and you just, with all your might, try and grab it and pull it open. And you get parts of the way there before it just squeezes tighter, causing you to kind of almost lose your breath and not be able to breathe as it squeezes tighter around you. Um, uh, Unaya, it is your turn. Oh, <laughs> All right, so guys, my wizard, he's really stop <laughs> it. He's, I cast he's no, from command. No, I we have yeah, to buy more art then. <laughs> I cast command. Okay. Ooh. And I say drop. Oh gosh. Now does it the take save? Wisdom, saving throw? wisdom saving throw? Let's okay. see if it works this work. time. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. Thirty. Natural one. <gasps> yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, Catherine. I'm coming. He just drops to Not the one floor. counter. Not one counter. No, 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 no. It's he so, doesn't plop. To be fair, though, it doesn't. He doesn't plop yet. through the floor because the because the wyvern is trying to flap its wings. He on the just down flap just eats, eats him. <laughs> just oh just spikes Catherine. <laughs> that does bring up good point. Drew, go ahead and roll a d4 for me. On no. and on. You're going down on an even. Oh. 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 Yes. No, yes. it's a drop, not throw. He's gonna get That's right. Yes. The command was drop. Drop. It just let drop. go. Yeah, it just let go. Drop. It just drop. let go. Four. It just let go. Four? <laughs> Let's see, what did I say? Even's up? Even even means know. the good the good one. Alright, alright. Good, I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Is that always one is You go through. <laughs> you step into the door and throw out your hand the arcane symbols that typically um, kind of uh, emboss your spells form a ring around your hand and you push it forward and it expands until it goes out and um, encircles this wyvern um, and it looks at you and there's a little glow in its eyes of this purple. Um, like flash of glow, um, and on its turn it drops Catherine. E Eva. I think it worked. I think it worked. I think but, it worked. By the way, and that's my turn. Eve e e confirmed it's up. Okay. Yes. I I figured. Have e It is your turn. Um, so I picked up the books. <laughs> yep. And everyone's just you having. You picked a... up another thing. No, I picked up three things. Um, All right. They weren't cursed. They were handwritten. One of them was handwritten, and the no, other ones were you're like. you're fine. Um, pick up, pick up whatever anyways, you'd like. The, the, everyone's having a field day right now. I don't do ranged attacks. Um, it, well, how far away is Melora from me? What was that? How far away is Melora from me? <laughs> Melora is at the uh, other side of the room. Yeah. Um, let's see, how big is this room? Yeah. <laughs> thirty feet. So she's thirty feet away from you on the okay. opposite side of the room. I'm just gonna like leisurely jaunt up to her, <laughs> just okay. while all of this is going on um, in the background. Cather being flailed around, and okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk up to Melora, and um, 
Can I, uh, like, just... I don't know if this will help the paralysis. Havel doesn't know. Okay. Ryan sure as hell doesn't okay. know. I want to try to use my help action on her. I'm just gonna, like, just, like, pat her on the cheek and be like, <laughs> Alright, well, you, we can uh, we can talk about this at another time. It's totally fine if it doesn't I, work. I don't care because I'm not gonna use my action for anything else. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you want, you could use your action to make a medicine check to try and help her out. Can the medicine check be just slapping her? <laughs> It's sure. goblin medicine. <laughs> Go ahead and make a medicine check. Okay, I'm terrible at medicine, but sure. I'm paralyzed, but I'm not unconscious. It's a 12. Okay. That's a um, 10. You go through, and you kind of look her over, and you're like, here, and point to like a little spot on her neck, and just karate chop her <laughs> in her <laughs> neck. Like, right oh. here. Uh... It doesn't quite finish her off, uh, but she'll have an advantage on her. Finish uh, her off, she dies. Her... <laughs> <laughs> finish him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just aim for the carotid artery. Like, it's more like it's more. I like look her around and I like walk my hands up her neck and I'm like right there. <laughs> just... That's what. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Perfect. And then I go and I like nod approvingly of my work and turn around <laughs> and. Um, if I make my save, my reflex will be to, to hit. Just That's fine. I'm not going anywhere. Please waste your um, action attacking Havel. Well, my action will be to make the save, right? Um, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I'm going to... Is, who's within 30 feet of me? Uh, currently, everyone but Cather. Okay. Is Edward farther than 30 I'll feet go yet? After you. Edward is 30 feet into the room, so he's within 30 feet. Is there gotcha. anyone in particular that's going to do, and this is a little metagamey, but is anyone going to do something funky that might need advantage? Okay. I'm, I'm in a sprinter's stance. Okay. What's going to happen? Tarek. Um, I, I just kind of like look over at Tarek, noticing I him winding up for the run. Do, and I'm, I'm so excited. Just... <laughs> um, do it. And I go, on your mark, get set, Go! <laughs> And, I try, and that brings us I, into Tarek's try to turn. Time it. All right, <laughs> so room, please, please room okay, where Cather is. Staircase, yeah. right? How yeah, close is exactly. it to the staircase? The staircase is about 30 feet in, um, and the wyvern is about 20 feet up, about 10 feet from the staircase. Okay, okay. I can make that. That's how math works. I move mm -hmm. 30 feet in. I yep, bonus yep. action the 20 feet up the staircase. 25 yep. feet up the staircase. Let's go. Yeah. And then I'm just going to jump and try Ooh. to tackle it out of the air. Okay, are you trying to grab it? Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, so I thought you were going to try and catch Cather. No, I didn't no think Cather's fine. Nah, nah, I, I knew he was going for the tackle. Just a second. So, did you use your action to dash? Or uh, no, I'm going to bonus action. action use my um, protective to get closer to Cather. Got it. Okay, perfect. Just go ahead and make a contestant athletics check then. I will use my thing and Dude, stuff. There's only been one other time where someone has superplexed the dragon, and it went really well, actually. Um. You're so kidding. So I. Uh, does it matter if I crit? Uh, well, it doesn't really matter because he got a natural two, which is an eleven. But can okay, it well, I crit. I'd really like to see um, what critting hey, means. But for the nat twenty counter, it counts. Hey. Right. So, Tarak. Yeah. You go through. You got your sprinter stance. You feel the inspiration as Havel calls you off. You book it. Probably the fastest you've ever run. 
You go barreling up these stairs. It doesn't even matter that there's not a railing and technically they're like 16 inches apart and you had to like double time it to get up them. You go barreling up these stairs and without a second's hesitation, yeet yourself off the stairs and for a moment, you're, you're weightless. You're flying. You go through and a split second later, you grab both of its horns and go past it, causing it to twist its neck and fly and curve down, Let's causing go. it to crash into the ground and drag into what would be the endless walls. Uh, drag into the ground. Um, we'll say it takes some damage. I yes. believe I could hey, fly. To everyone that I've We're gonna get copyright strikes. Back to Wait, <laughs> does that mean it doesn't even matter that command no, word? No, 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 is no already because now the crash. No, now he just doesn't now, take the fall damage. Now the dragon doesn't see, land actually, on Cat no, Lydia. <laughs> Lydia, this is perfect, actually, because that means he'll drop me right as I can get up and stab it while it's prone. Hey, to DJ, Drew, Aaron, and I think maybe Grant, remember when someone RKO'd a Dracolich? I do. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> the, you know, the events maybe. that transpired after that weren't quite as fun. No, but, but that, that, there was a brief moment where we were cool. <laughs> so, Tarek, you grab it. Yanking it down and dragging it into the ground, um, causing almost sparks to fly as these scales drag across the um, stone floor. You can do anything else with your turn, bud. Um. Well, the, as uh, we're sliding so across the ground, I say, "Drop the metal man, Kukuldar," and then I'm done. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Gloomstalker's turn. Oh, that's as what it is. Dragged. What's that? Yes. Gloomstalker, it's what you're fighting. It's a Gloomstalker um, that's gloomy. Yeah. Exactly what As, I yes. uh, it's being dragged into the ground, the flash of light transpires again. As it just slowly comes to a halt, it then just releases Gather. <laughs> and to, as he's upright, just take a step forward and um, take a step forward out away from the, the, uh, the Gloomstalker. Lydia, remind me, is uh, this command have it use its action to do that command? Yes. 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 Okay, it spends its turn doing that action. Beautiful. Is, I believe, the exact word. Does it have a bonus action? Oh, well, I should see if that recharges. Yeah, that's a, that's its turn. As it like slowly begins to try and get up with its horns being dragged down by a uh, orc, that is its turn. Awesome. Melora, you watch all this transpire. You're feeling the inspiration. Havel was like, yeah, you know, you see Tarak helping out. Go ahead and roll your um, monster's turn. Havel karate chopped my neck. One. Mm -hmm. That's what the hit <laughs> was, in case you didn't, in, in case you didn't get it. Natural twenty. <laughs> oh my goodness! Nat twenty counted. What? Beautiful. It's all about you that karate chop. Feel it. it. Just the slow spread from your neck as your jaw is the first thing to be able to um, loosen up, and you immediately just start like cussing out half, <laughs> <laughs> just ripping him to shreds before eventually the rest of your body follows that. Uh, and you are able to move again. You still okay. have your bonus section and your movement. Um, I mean, it's. I didn't know how well it's looking, but I suppose I'll use my bonus action to Hunter's Mark, um, okay. and then get myself in position to um, have a good shot. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you go up to the door, standing just to the side of the, uh, the the doorway. That way, you have a clear shot of it, but it has. 
basically no vision of you. Um, and yeah, anything else that you're gonna do on your turn? Well, I needed to use my action for the save, right? So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's all. Nice, very nice. Edward, oh. you basically have a dragon that just landed on I you. Know, on me, next to me, basically. by me. Yeah, it's like, we'll, we'll go with the comedic effect of it, like, start, it, like, slid to a halt right in front of you. Uh, uh, oh, and he takes out his rapier <laughs> and stabs it. Put it in there. <laughs> nice. Go for it, bud. Oh, yeah. Is, he, yes, is he flanking? Because yes. I'm, like, yeah, there. Yeah, he's on the other say, side of the head. Fearing, you're fearing you're basically the holding the jaw too. open to him. Yeah, get in. <laughs> 18, huh? That hit. Let's go right in the head, probably. <laughs> yeah, the underside of its jaw is currently facing. Oh that's wow, saying. that's a gnarly part. Let's go. So I got to roll damage. <laughs> that's this. I'm actually rolling damage. Wow. Ooh. That's a. I feel like actually five whole damage. Quite a bit. Oh, oh let's yeah. go. Let's go. I poked that thing, and then I go, huh? and I pull pull away and uh, back away. As you pull out, this um, tendril of smoke and gloom just kind of billows out from this little tiny pinprick um, that you have put in it. Um, That's a good thing. Nice. Right? It... Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you going to do anything else in your turn? Uh, he'll probably back away a little. Okay. Um, let's say you like... Would... Uh, no, he's grabbed them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Probably only like, let's say like 10 feet. Just like oh, 10 perfect. feet, just because he's like afraid of it. Beautiful. Cather, it is your turn. You take one step out of this claw and look behind you and around, and you can see Tarak like just grappling this thing, keeping it pinned to the ground. What are you gonna do? Uh, the store's coming out. Oh, yeah. And we're coming down. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> And I don't uh, know what you're I saying, have... but we can't hear you. <laughs> I just said, wow. I, <laughs> I, assume, I assume I have advantage. Just, you know, yeah, you have flanky. Just like a paladin to just walk into a room and whip out his sword, you know? Just... Right. You know, what I'm realizing is we could all just leave and shut the door, and it's too big to fit through the door. No, I was going to no, say no, something no. like that, but we already started. Where's the fun in that, Lydia? <laughs> living? Satisfying. I think living is pretty fun sometimes. No. It's overrated. Ask Cap. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. So that is a, that's a 20 to hit. That hits. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good. You know, I'm really mad at this thing right now. I'm not going to lie. We all are. What? You don't smile. like it just yeeting two-thirds of your health and then grabbing you? Like, yeah, you don't like being manhandled, Drew? Come on. Can't say don't I do. Don't you remember Kiyomura? Okay, Grant. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would like to give a blanket apology. <laughs> we are we are wild in today, and I don't know what's up. It's a Monday. I don't know if we had a, a really good or a really bad week. But I'm really sorry for the content that you're viewing right now. We'll we'll get it under control. I'm sure. Go kind of low, but I think every uh, every week is a good week when we we get to play D and D, guys. You know, yeah, it's yes, true. You're right. True. Slap that puppy on a bumper 15. sticker. <laughs> uh, sixteen points of damage. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to recover from choking. You're fine. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you're fine. You don't need to. You don't need to talk. It's okay. Lydia's substitute oh, DM. Nice. Go. Yeah, she is. Uh, it's, it's our friend um, now. We adopted it. His name's Jerry. Off we go. <laughs> I yelled. Replace your reality with my own. Catherine, you didn't do anything else in your turn. Uh, what type of damage was that, by the way? No. Which damage? The damage you just did, Drew. I. It was. It was. Uh, eight slashing and uh, and eight three. Huh? Okay, that's good to know. You see, it had gloom in the name, yeah. <laughs> which is an important, an important gosh dang thing and, to know. Yeah, it, as a reminder, DJ, this is a magic weapon. If that also matters. No. No. Okay. I just, I, just, I figured I'd say. Is it, it made because. of cold forged steel? Then I don't care. <laughs> I just hit him with a raw iron. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, my turn. Beautiful, Renaya, It is your turn. Let's go. Get him, Rennie. Go get him. Go, oh, Rennie. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna see that we're all attacking it, and I'll just go in with my quarter staff. What? I mean, my mace. Staff? I have a quarter nice, staff. Right. I've just never used it. I'm just kidding. I want to use my mace. Um, okay. Yeah. Go smash that puppy. I like my mace. Don't smash puppies. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. That just barely misses. Um, as you Wait, does she get a flank? I'm not it feeling it. Okay. Oh, I said people were flanking. Do it, you do it, Renaya. Oh, Come on, Renaya. That's plus a 19. Plus is technically I have yes. own, right? <laughs> Yay, okay. Yeah, it did fall out of the sky. Um. Okay, so that's six damage. And then I'm just nice. going to yell... Get out of the room and shut the door! Nah, <laughs> and then I'm gonna get out of the room. <laughs> and oh. shut the door. She <laughs> 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 just locks us all in there. <laughs> Alright. Howell, that brings us to your turn. One, I look over at my lord and I go, I, I helped you! And like, offended, Howell's gonna start walking towards the... Um, <laughs> Gloom stalker. Can I, can I make it to <laughs> you? Walk past Renaya. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of the room. Shut the door. Havel goes into the room. Opens uh, the everyone door. Is still, everyone is still uh, fighting the thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, okay. yes. Everyone but Renaya. Everyone but Renaya. I just, I just said it. Edwards. You just said that. Yes, fighting. we should leave. But we are already here, and I think we can kill it. <laughs> Confidence. I mean, hopefully. The first step to victory. Okay, okay, fine, fine. I mean, yes. Havel's going to look over at Melora and be like, what? Okay, rude. And he's going to look over at Renaya and, oh, she's gone. She Sneak left. Attack. <laughs> Sneak attack. Renaya has left the chat. Sneak attack. Oh, she's still there. You can look over Renaya and be like, are, do you want to try to make an escape? Or, you know, there are three there are th three people currently still in that room that could use my assistance. Sneak attack. Great. Havel's going to walk into the room. <laughs> Can't respond. It's not my turn. <laughs> um, uh, and can I, can I approach Wyvern? 100%, yep. dude. This thing is big. You have to walk like 15 feet to get to yeah. the tip of its wing. Um, while I'm kind of walking there, Havel's going to take out his rapier, spin it once, and then stab it in the eye. <laughs> oh, okay. Go for it. Wow. You have a uh, sneak attack. If you hit. <laughs> if you hit. 
tell me it's a natural 20. It's a natural 20. Natural 1. It's a natural 20. This is what we He lasts see. the same way for nat 1s and nat 20s, so we never know. That's because laugh. all of life is, is comedy and pain. We, we, we take these, boys. Nat 20 counter. We take these. Let's go, boys. All right. Let's go. We're, we're, start, we're so, starting it well today. How many, how many do you have for sticky tech? 3d6? No. Nah, it's like... It's like uh, two. Two D six. No, right one probably. Like, actually, it's like an A D six. Pull in the book. Two D six. It's two D six. Two D six. So hey, twelve that's, that's... plus your rapier, which is a D eight, right? Yes. So that's twenty damage 20. minimum, or twenty three damage minimum. Yeah, twenty four. Actually, actually, twenty four damage minimum. Um, what? Well, more than that, because you have that to add your dex too. That's yeah, twenty four da damage minimum. That's yes. the plus one. You only have a plus one to dex. I have a plus four to dex. He's trying. Okay. Anyway, so, moving on. So just do the math. Roll the dice. Do the math. If okay, if my two sneak attack dies are twelve. Yep. So that's twelve. And I get a maximum of eight damage on my D eight. So I have twenty. Four. And then wow. I add my dex. Yes. 24. Did you roll your D6? And then as I well? did not re I did not roll the the dice yet, but that is okay. that is my so baseline. Did you 24 yes. is yes. minimum. Yes, that 24 is, yes. is my baseline. That is what I was saying. Yes. So, yeah, roll the dice. Holy sh I rolled two sixes on my sneak attack. Hey, so, so we're at 30. Wait, no. Is we're that max damage? 24, 36. 36. So far, it's max damage. And then you also have a D8 still. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Roll an 8. Please roll an 8. Please. Nah, no, it had to balance out it. somewhere. It was a 3. <laughs> uh, so, 39, 39. damage. Oh. <laughs> it only took 5 minutes, but we got there. <laughs> <coughs> That's nice. <coughs> okay. That's in the good. eye? That's pretty good. In the eye. I stabbed it in the eye. Also, DM. DM, did it feel like, it did it look like the radiant damage had extra effect against this boy? Uh, yeah, you know, that, that radiant damage seemed to cut a little deeper. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you go over, and you strut. Yep. You wink at Renaya as you go. <laughs> you strut. You pull out the rapier. You you wink at Tarak as he's holding the head, ready for you no, to I, strut. No, I'm spinning, and, like, I'm spinning the sword, like, in my hand. Like, oh, yeah, just like... 100%. <laughs> Confident, cool, collected. You have no worries, bro. You go over there, you very smoothly, like you're filleting a fish, just slide your rapier in and just gouge this eye out before kind of pulling back and causing it to pop. This Gloomstalker screaming and screeching the whole time. Uh, yeah, that that really, really hurt. It does not look like it's having a good time right now. I, I nice. with my bonus action, Solid. am now going to look at Cather and just go, all right, wrap it up there. When he winks at me, I take one arm off and I just go. Just arm bar in it. Yes. All right, track. That's your turn. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Um. I mean, it feels wrong to kill Steel. Like, no, just give it to that thing. <laughs> no, kill it. I'm I'm in the Dude, middle of a grapple. Choke it out. I don't do kill things. Squeeze its throat. How how close is Cather to me? Cather is right like ten, like five or ten feet away from you. If I 
mount the dragon, am I within five feet of everybody? You'd Instead be five of five feet within five feet of um, Edward, Cather, and Havel. Edward, okay, yeah, the one, the important back, ones. Though. I mount the dragon. Oh wait, not Edward, but yes, Cather and Havel. He's fine. Cather and Havel are the concerned ones. I'll I'll slide on top of the dragon, reach okay. a hand over. I'll tap Cather's oh. shoulder and lay on hands him for uh, not a whole lot, like ten. Okay. Hey, that's that's. I should have done that you know. She's she's fine. <laughs> um. Then uh, yeah, that, that I'm done. Nice. Yeah, you go I'm just, over. I'm just here. Reach out. Um, and close. Well, not really close. It's more like his ribs pop back into place with the with the lay on hands. Um, that's gonna take us Bye-bye. to the Gloomstalker's turn. Oh, yeah, uh, it's not having a great time. Good. Does it care that Tarak is on it? It's a great question. Can I, can I change who I give my yes, advantage to? I kind of want to give it to Melora now that I think about it. Odd or even? Even. Oh, re- nope. No. Okay. The reason I'm saying Sorry, is because Melora goes before you, Katha, right? Yes. So yeah. Y- so yes. Melora's gonna kill kill it either way. <laughs> It's true. She is <laughs> yes. that amazing. Uh, she is. Just wanted to give her a more it like sure shot at it. Intelligence to know that, so it's just gonna um... cry. Well, let's see. Does it have crying as a free action? Oh, so close. Try to stab someone, punk. I dare you. <laughs> I suppose it cares. It kind of like arches its back and like stands back up onto its um, wings and folds its neck almost over and tries to grab you with one of its claws to rack. Um, so is it trying to attack me or break a grapple? It's gonna break, this is how it's breaking the grapple. Gotcha. That is a 21. Come on, Tarak. Come on, come on, beat it, beat it, beat it. 22, come on. Let's see, um, so, uh, I'm gonna use Edward's Bardic Inspiration? Yes! Go, Edward. <gasps> Woo! Uh, how does a 24 do it for you? Very nice. Yes. It goes up and it reaches up uh, and kind of claws at its neck and around, but it can't quite grab you, so it plants its foot back down, looks up, almost throwing you off of it with the ferocity, the ferocity of, um, of it throwing its head back, looks up, and then... Uh, all of you watch as, for a second, this almost shroud of smoke emanates off of it, uh, and it disappears. Uh, Tarak, you disappear along with it as it teleports 40 feet straight up um, and begins flying away. It's going to use... Kill it. Falcor! No. I've I'm waited my whole life for this. Nobody moment. expected Tarak to get the pet dragon. I've, so <laughs> Tarak's just gonna rack up an army of super sick, okay. gosh dang animals. If anyone was gonna befriend a gloomstalker, it might have been Tarak, considering he's the gloomiest. He is the gloomiest. Hey he's man, I'm just a nice guy. All right. You're also deeply sad. Look, aren't we all? <laughs> Fair. Ooh, that's a question, actually. <laughs> Might be a poor question, but it's a question. If only Cather had a javelin. Where's what I'm looking if for? Only, you know? You know? I'm just gonna check this DM quick. 
Oh no. Although, part of me is considering the sleep spell right now. Not gonna you lie. know it's bad when the DM realizes that he doesn't know where to find something in a book, but he does know where to find it on a DM screen. That means it's commonly used. Okay, so it's speed is zero. So it's just hovering there. So yeah, it's 40 feet up. Somehow not being able to really flap its wings to gain any loft um, with Tarak being on it. But, uh... That's hey, what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm like 400 pounds of dead weight. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. Yeah, uh, that's the Gloomstalker's turn. Uh, Melora, it's your turn. Let's go. Alright, so, um... Shoot it. How far up did it teleport? 40 feet. Okay. Killed the boy, sharpshooter, you got it. Right, I believe. Right. I will try to um, avoid Tarak and I'll lose an arrow. Kill, kill Tarak as well. Shoot him. Oh, I can take 40 Shoot. feet. Shoot them both. Alright, that's a. a dirty 20. Hey. Oh, yeah, that hits. Go for it, bro. Alright. Nine plus Hunter's Mark, three, so twelve damage. Okay, perfect. No, is it not dead? Probably not. No, it oh. is. Oh. It is. It what? Has five HP. Ah. So, Melora, nice. we knew and you it. pull back and loose your arrow, um, just causing nothing dramatic, nothing special. It's just a single arrow, and it's so weak as it sits there, just that little prick in its neck, just causes it to give up. Um, so Tarak, you have two options. Oh, that's so okay. sad. Oh god. You can either abort the ship and take full fall damage, or you can stay on the ship and potentially take half fall damage, or potentially take an extra 2d6 depending on if the dragon lands on you or not. Um, Alternate. Could well, he jump okay. onto the staircase? Drew, hush. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> now, I just want to be clear here. Uh, Aaron has the worst luck known to man. I yep. can attest to that. But boy, do I love to gamble. <laughs> I mean, we gotta gosh dang go for the half. Okay. So, <laughs> big money plays. Ahead. Big money plays. <laughs> and roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh man, I'm so good at those. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Let me just do some math here. Yep, that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 6010. Yeah. Oh, Wait, 6010. No. Yeah, so it's 4d10 from the fall and he gambled and now he's taking I thought you 2D10. said it was 2d6, not 2d10. You did say 2d6. I mean, I yeah, honestly I don't care either way. But oh, you did say 2d6. I'll take I'll, the 2d10. I'll, I'll do no, I'll do 2d6. No. I'll be a man of my word. I mean, okay. Split it down the middle 2 I'm not a DJ. Uh, so I'm not going to complain if you want to deal me less damage. 4d10. Okay. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. You take. <laughs> you take thirty-one. Okay. Uh, falling damage. And another six points of. Okay. We'll say it's bludgeoning, as it crashes on you. I'm fine. Is, is falling into <laughs> compact dirt not bludgeoning? How much health do you have? 41, so I'm sitting at 4. Bludgeoning. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Wow. Tarak! And, and Edward runs to the dragon and I we're just, out of it. I do, the, I do the Hercules, like the 
the overhead press or like the Tarzan with the with the tiger for the panther or whatever. I just kind of I lift it up. I look really heroic, and then I just kind of throw it over. My shot. Do you do that? Cool. Thank you. Are you all right? Ah, uh, just a couple broken ribs. I walk as, over as, and do as cure As he wounds. stands there holding it, he takes, he sets it to the side, and he takes one step forward and collapses <laughs> as both of his legs, <laughs> pelvis, and spine is shattered. Oh, Edward uh, stands oh, over him and kind of looks at the others like, we have to get him out of here. What are we going to do? Rinny's casting box. Yeah, I'm actually not points. that bad. Rinaya casted cure wounds for 10 hit points oh, if you didn't hear great. Her. Beautiful. Now I'm feeling great. Yay. Rinaya. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. You kind of saved my life there, so I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, can we... Oh. Can we oh. go now? Oh, there... Wait, yes. I mean, we did just take out this thing. We we have a bit of time. We could check upstairs. Are you crazy? <sighs> I you want to go on been... after that? <laughs> I wouldn't have pushed our luck. I was... I couldn't have moved. I mean, while for... we're here... Well, what else? What what else do we have to do here? We have the urn. I mean, we don't have we, to we find could a go. dragon horde eventually. Right. Look, I'm, I'm like, I'm just gonna end up living here eventually. I'd like to know, D- DJ. <laughs> oh right, yes. Tarak. That reminds me of what I was talking about before I got attacked. Mm. I believe um, Renaya had an idea, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, I. I'm not sure if this is what. You mean, but you were saying that it you're afraid that it's going to sense you specifically. And so I have this thing, and I was trying to remember how to do it before Lada did her thing, but then I remembered it on the way, and so basically what I can do is I can, like, if they, anything tries to detect you, make you come off as something else. I don't understand what you mean. It's 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 called Arcanist's magic aura, and I can basically mask you. I can make whatever they're trying to detect not be you. Uh... <laughs> Come on, Aaron. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> So, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm I'm really trying to understand, I swear. But So like like if it was if it was like an object and it was like magical, I could make it appear non-magical if anybody was trying to detect it. I can do the same with you. As far as But like, I'm not magical. Like n- no, I'm I mean So so you could make it so that like they think he's not an orc. Yeah. yeah. Is, is there anything that the spirits don't attack? No. It's just they're more likely to attack me if I'm an orc. What if I just made you seem like an exact copy of me? I would be very small. Yes, and un, uh, inconspicuous and, and undetectable. Right. right. What if, what if she made you seem like a dragon? So that you're then big and they're, they're, they're afraid of I you, right? Hmm? No, the dead fear nothing. Oh, you're impossible. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Uh, look. Like, do they look, do they look for it, good? Let me do think they look about for it evil? for a little bit. Okay. Let me think about it for a little bit. I'll, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to be honest. 
I might have a concussion. <laughs> so, I can do cure wounds again. That's I'm I'm fine. You'll be fine. But we need let's give me some time till we actually like have to go or something, and then um like we need to go, if we either go up or out. DM, may I yes. just peek up the staircase to see how far it goes? Slash potentially see if there's like a light coming from yeah. the top. Roll a perception check. DM, I want to try to get a Gloomstalker's tooth or talon. That is a. I was gonna say I'm gonna. A twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You look up and it does seem like it eventually ends, probably about a hundred or so feet up. Um. And there is a little glint of light. All right. Well. It had to come from somewhere, however, it could have just been perched at the top of the staircase. I see a little bit of light, but didn't know if it's a door or a way out. But we know for sure that the way we came is a way out. We just might have to be careful. What would I said you wanted to As she's explaining all of this... Oh, sorry. Pardon? Sorry. Sorry, Hav. What did you say, Hav? I was just going to say, Renaya, you said you wanted to leave, right? I, we, we can do whatever you guys want. I just, I'm, I want to make sure that we get Havel taken care of. Insight. (laughs) She's not actually all right. No, I don't trust her words, (laughs) she demon. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's a lie, Hannah, because apparently your dice are fighting me now. I I rolled real good for the first half of the game and not anymore. You filled your quota of good rolls, I suppose. (laughs) I got a natural 20, so. (laughs) Untouchable. Yeah, she seems like she genuinely cares about your well-being. Natural 20 on persuasion or deception? You don't know. (laughs) It's so deceptive you don't know Havel squints at you and I for a little bit and just goes... <laughs> you then go to go um, harvest your talons and claws. Um, I just want, go ahead and roll a. I just, just one? want one. Okay, yeah, easy enough. I mean, you go through and you manage to remove a thing um, from it. Um, as you are near its head and around its neck and stuff like that, getting the jaw, you do see a small silver chain. Small. Um, Gloom, relative to a gloom soccer, small silver chain around its neck with a little onyx key hanging from it. Oh, oh no! Mm-hmm. Wait, um, isn't that a I, good I point thing? that out to everyone. Um, everyone, uh, I grab the key and I kind of can I rip it? Can I like rip it off? Oh or? yeah, you just yank it off. Yeah, I yank it off. Yeah. I'm just gonna hold it to everyone. I go, um. This look familiar to anyone. I, I think there is a quarry okay. that must be fulfilled. There are three more. Okay, this is this is not in game. This is Grant legitimately. I have no clue you may, why this you is You may have been out of game at that point. We found... Because yes. so, I was like, I was like, yeah, do-do-do, item, remember, get. Like, we got a key. Nice. And if, then everyone was like, oh, remember, no. So, Grant, do you remember from the last session how I ended it um, 
or not when I ended it, but how I told you about how in that banquet hall that you guys stayed the night in, there is that um, black column on the back room yes. that went from floor to ceiling. Yes. After they uh, examined that, um, it's about 15 feet wide, 10 feet deep, um, or this square black column that goes from floor to ceiling. And they managed to feel out that there are four tiny, basically, keyholes in the face of that. Okay. And that's the only feature to that smooth... Uh, obsidian. Every guardian has oh, a different Oh, I key. get it now. I understand. And that's... Cogs were turning. Uh, right. Every guardian has a different key, and that is the entrance to the horde. Going to have to do that three more times? No, we're not doing it three more times. Now, thank goodness, yeah, we could uh, hardly handle one. We don't have to do anything. That's a good point. I like where your head is at, Cather. We, I, I do have a, a proposal, though. Um, uh, what, Rini? Uh, no, you go ahead and go, and I'll have my okay. thing after. I was just going to say, um, I mean, we do have to technically deal with a bargain, um, with a dragon. Um, I mean... It would do us better to deal with that dragon and whatever other guardians are here when you are fully intact. I know, and I know. remain that way. That, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that... I don't... I have the ability to um, communicate with animals. Just... I worry that it would be hard to convince them that we're not trying to steal the horde in a malicious manner or anything like no. that, but... No, I, he's, I don't want to give him the horde. Actually, um, I'm opposed to the idea of even touching the horde. If we can um, right. go about it, although that does why pain didn't you say so earlier? That, that does pain me a little bit. Um, the the idea of an unfathomable amount of riches and um, material uh, does kind of hurt me. But uh, it's been a long, long few months. I... <laughs> And this dragon that um, whose horde remains here is not a random dragon that we have no attachment to. He was a person that was very close to Renaya's mentor. I find it actually quite disrespectful to think about breaking into his gold. Yes, well. Um, so I say that we... We could potentially dispose of the key, or I can keep the key, um, or whatever. Um, but that being said, that would mean that we all have to unanimously agree, unanimously agree that we are going to be hunting a black dragon that almost killed us. Oh, goodness. If I remember correctly, Havel, he gave you the tracking item, and yet you have... An item that makes it hard to scry on you, is that correct? Yes, I don't know, I, I don't understand the properties of uh, the, the item he gave me, though. What if we left it here? I don't know, I, we can try. Dragons are crafty, though. Um, right. I bring out the coin. And honestly, what's to say that the dragon wouldn't be able to kill the guardians himself? He, no. And then they're, they're which is point. why I wonder why he asked us to do it. He's, to quote him, he said that there was something keeping him from getting here. There's some anti-draconic um, 
thing, and I'm assuming it's likely whatever that column is attached to. Right. So, if we were to Perhaps. drop the coin in the water, or leave it here, then he wouldn't have been able to come anyways, right? What's to say we haven't died in here and the coin stays? Right. I mean, uh, if there are four keys, there are four guardians, we came across those those displacer beasts, there's probably more all around the island. That is all fine and dandy. Well, Gather. I was just going to say, um, I think, personally, I think that the coin is just makes it easier for him to find I us. I also... Oh, sorry. But there's still a very decent chance that he could probably mm. find us, even if we don't I, have the coin. And then what does he do when right, he find us Right, again? And I fear that if he were to be looking for us and knew that we deceived him, that he would wreak havoc on Kitten, and I didn't want that at all. Ladies and gents, um, may I introduce you to my TED Talk? Um... <laughs> Who's Ted? Who's Ted? Why is he talking? To your Theodore <laughs> conversation. What, what is it to, to my, <laughs> to my, Havel's speech. Um, so, what is the? Why are we here? Let me ask you. Actually, you know what, Renaya, why are we here? To get rid of your curse. We, I, I couldn't Wait, hear one you. One more time. It's a, it's a, it's a big venue. You gotta speak up. <laughs> There we go. You're clear. To get rid of your curse. <laughs> to get rid of my curse. Exactly. I... Exactly. How did I get that curse? Laura? Sticky fingers. Sticky Touched fingers. Things. Exactly. And what did these sticky fingers touch when that dragon uh, pardoned us? The coin. The coin. Exactly. If you can put a curse on anything, how do we know that he didn't curse the coin? I haven't inspected it. I'm not very mm. arcanically adept. What if I'm cursed? Double. <laughs> Might as well check out that coin uh, then, huh? I mean, right. yeah. I bring out the that, coin. Hold, Is the coin magic? I hold my hand out to take it, and I will do detect magic on it. Okay. Um, you can detect that there is a faint magical aura, although it's not one that you recognize. It's not in a in a typical fashion that you can understand and recognize. Um, as you look it over, you can see, similarly to how arcane symbols typically would be, there is a little uh, rim, not carved into the coin or anything like that, but just almost glowing on the coin. If you look very, very closely, you can see, um, does anybody here speak Draconic? Nah. <laughs> nope. I don't have the helm. <laughs> I was just kidding. Yeah. Um, what you recognize as the script for Draconic, but you can't read it, um, is a little uh, band of Draconic symbols. I can barely read common. Okay, so... <laughs> You're muted. I, uh, I, no. I don't yeah. know exactly what it does, but I... I have a feeling that if we take it back, Lada can tell us what it says, what it means, or know somebody who can. Okay. Um, that is fair. She did She did date a dragon. Right. That's true. Ooh, ooh. Test. She can probably coin. read it. Coin. Can I have the coin? Can I? Oh, yeah. Can I, <laughs> <laughs> I take back the coin and I chuck it. Okay. Okay. Like as oh, far as no. I can. Okay. And I go, 
it disappears into the void. Wonderful. And I just start. We just uh, let us let us leave now, shall we? What? How do we? How do I read what it did, now? Uh, no, just don't. What don't was the point of that? Where did it, so it went. It went in a random direction, right? It, I just wasted yeah. a roll, spell roll slot. Like, like, it, I, I kind of chucked it near the stairway. I, I guess in the way because I'm okay. facing. We're facing away from the stairway. I chuck it towards the stairway. I'm with okay. Havel. If this yeah, was a it, weird roll. coin that a, a dragon um, gave us I, that said they kill us, wait a little bit. Get rid of it. I give it a second. I'm gonna check my pockets. There's no coin. There's in no your coin pockets. in my pockets. We're off the hook then. <laughs> he, he he raises Wait, up his hand to give Havel a high five. Nice. But here's my here's my only issue. No. The no, dragon. I, five, I high five Edward. The dragon knows exactly where Thanks. the keep right. is. He may not be able to go into the keep, but that doesn't mean he cannot go to islands around it. Where is he going to suppose that we have been or went after we were done with the keep? If we did lie, he's going to go to Katin, is he not? I mean, Fallen and Mauve can probably handle a dragon. I go find the coin. <laughs> right, but what if... Roll an investigation check. Although, actually, that does, that does bring up an interesting point. Um, do we think that we could defeat it with Lada and... and Do we think we could defeat Marv. the dragon with, with their help? But I don't want to do that anymore. What was that, Renata? They don't want to do that anymore. They didn't fight anymore. They're retired. <laughs> Yes. Um, 14? But, but, you know, we think, you know, it's a favor. Great, but you know. they've already done us favors. I mean, we stayed there for free. They cooked for us. They're helping Havel. That's fair. It's a big that's favor to ask of them, is it not? <laughs> I have an hey, idea. could you do me a quick favor and just, like, help us kill this dragon real quick? Like, I'm just saying. Hey, well, okay. I think it's, I think so, it's worth a shot. Last you know? job. I know we just had you do all these really, really big, important things for us and, like, solve all our problems, hey, but... Hey, <laughs> hey. The answer is always no unless you ask. All right, or every wait no. How does that go? The, <laughs> no, the answer to the question you don't ask is always no. The like end. Hey. I do believe I got fourteen. You found the coin. I found the coin. I pick it back up and I go. Mm-hmm. Great, wonderful. Can I chuck it again? Do we want right. to get going then? Because I, I guess I'm keeping this. I have an idea. Yes. Let's 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 right. leave and we can discuss strategy Edward afterwards. Edward has an idea. I do. And I think it might be a good one. All right. First, I need to know if that key is magical or not. Um, Renata, uh, when you cast Detect Magic, the key is also magical. It is. It is. Okay. What kind of magic? Do you know? No. I no. don't know. Kind of a similar to that draconic magic. That's unfortunate. I was going to say, we could just take the coin, take some of the onyx crystals, get some kind of key maker to make replicas. I mean, if they're all the same, we don't know, but... If it's magical, I, I'm afraid I don't know what to do about Why that. Why would we want to make more keys? Not the. But the whole. Aren't there four keyholes? That's why. why don't we, we have to get through did, with four didn't, keys? Didn't we just agree that we didn't want to enter the horde? Yes, but I was thinking of ways that we could do this without bloodshed. Didn't we just agree that we didn't want to go into the horde? It was a fine idea if we were to be going into the f- horde. Thank you, Edward. You're welcome. I also think it wouldn't be that bad to at least see the horde. I don't. Didn't we just it's... agree that we were not going into the horde? Yes, I know. I was just. I was just trying to help. Okay, Havel. I think. Listen. Whatever. Perhaps we should leave. I like that idea. Yes, Ed- Edward. Great. Glad we can agree. 
for the night. Um, is everybody starting to leave? I start okay. to walk away Bef- at that. Yes. Before I yes. kind of look over at her and go, I didn't mean it like that. But I understand where you're coming from. You want to see the information in there. You want to see what it has to offer. But you're robbing a good man's tomb. You're right, too. I would just like to avoid facing off a big, mean, acid dragon. Sometimes the right That's thing what to I'm do afraid is, of. <laughs> sometimes the right thing to do is the hardest thing and the scariest thing. We'll figure it out, though. Let's get off this island. <laughs> Agreed. Great. Um, as they're leaving, Renaya is going to go over to the creature. Mm-hmm. And she's going to kind of pet its nose a little bit. And she's going to say, I'm sorry. You did a really good job. And she's going to go and she's going to follow. Hi. You all exit the tower, return to the greenhouse, past the um, alchemy station, and return to that hallway. Um, Begin making your way down to the right, and you do pass that one door that you guys didn't open. Do you want to look in there? Or do you want to keep going? Good guys, mommy. this is Shadow of the Colossus. I kind of want to. Edward doesn't <laughs> yeah. know this. I want to open the door. I open the door. Okay. Uh, Tarak, you open the door and peek your head in. Um, and you look upon this grand master suite. Um much larger than uh, any of the hotels that you've stayed in and any of the inns that you've stayed in. Probably about as big as some of those buildings is this kind of master suite, quote-unquote, the master room. Um, At the center of the room, you can see this large, gaudy bed um, with the sheets and the veils and everything like that. Um, It's surrounded by beautiful Persian-style rugs and uh, books all over. There's fireplaces and chairs and furniture. It's basically a whole house in this one room. Um, and as you look out and through this uh, through this scene, you can briefly see through the veil a, uh, a body on the bed. Ah, oh, guys. I found his room and I think he's in there. What? Oh, peek, peek, my, peek my head. I around. knock. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> are you decent? Edward hides behind a table. You knock, and as you're all in this tense moment, that knock feels like it goes on for eternity. As he raps three times, and it echoes before it. Can I find Renaya to like hold her hand? Mm-hmm. I okay. If she'll uh, let me. The room falls silent, I... and. Nothing happens. I put my hand on Tarak's shoulder and I turn around to Renaya and I go, Do you want us to go in or leave it be? I would like to examine the body at least. I I'm I'm gonna stay uh, out the mic, here. The mic. Oh. There we go. Here we got it. I'm 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 gonna stay out here. I'll Are stay you with okay? Her. Are you okay for us going in though? Go ahead. We will be careful. I promise. Uh, whoever wants to go in, um, I think Tarak and I are both going in. I don't know if... if... I, I'm gonna also go in. I am not going in there. 
I'll stay with Renaya. And Edward. Um, <laughs> okay. So hold his hand too. <laughs> the three girls stay behind. <laughs> <as> <laughs> <laughs> So you three stay behind as Tarak, Edward, and... Or not Tarak, Edward. Tarak, uh, Havel, and Cather, you all enter into this large master suite. Um, almost holding your breath, you sneak over to... Uh, I don't sneak. To... I walk. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you walk confidently over to the body and just... Real, yes? real quick, detect undead. Okay. You don't sense oh, anything. Divine sense? Yeah? No? Okay, You cool. don't sense anything. Nice. Uh... You, you actually get some faint traces of undead from Havel, uh, but that's ah, the point. Oh, uh oh, <laughs> oopsie, <laughs> that happens. But you guys approach the body, just laugh track, um, and just <laughs> gently pull one of the curtains aside um, to reveal the body of what you assume is Amos, um, but shriveled and withered. And sucked and drained of all life and essence, almost of all fluid, almost mummified, but instantaneously, this husk of a body laying there on the bed. Oh my goodness, it was him. Um, I, I mean, I'm gonna examine for cause of death. Did the gosh dang shriveling happen before death, after death? Melora. Okay, go ahead and roll a medicine check. I. Melora, I know you want to stay with Renaya, but can you please come in here? Can Can I ask? I think uh, we've. I'm gonna ask uh, Havel. Hey Havel, can you help me, like move that, do this thing, tell me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Right. Yeah, my delicate fingers are yours. <laughs> all right, I'll give her hand a squeeze and I'll go to Cather. Uh, that'll be a fifteen. Okay. Um, it looks like as you're examining the body, you can see a seared handprint on the yep. chest yep. where it seems that's like right. everything where that's where the uh, extraction point of all of the uh, fluids and life force was. Oh no. I Does this look familiar? It does, right? right? It looks really familiar. Oh no. It, it looks... Does it look like the trees, DJ? Does it look like the trees? You have a distinct memory of the tree withering away as um, as Prazius sucked its life force, drained its life force out of it. Um, and as he began to leave to return to camp, you do remember seeing a handprint, basically, where he was touching that had seared. You never, you haven't seen a body in this fashion, but it's similar enough that you can make the connection. Melora's breath becomes a little shaky, um, and she... I, although I've never seen a body in this fashion, just a tree. Alright, so this confirms then. Prozius is the one who killed him. Yeah. And Prozius needs to be stopped. Right. I just, I just want to double check. He is, there's no pulse, right? <laughs> like, I just, I just really want to make sure. This you is like an ancient dragon. Um, you go to check the pulse, and your finger goes through where the esophagus would be. Uh, Havel, Havel is going to go yep. back to Renaya. Um, okay. Before that happens, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, as soon as, like, Melora, like, lets go of her hand, Renaya kind of, mm-hmm. like, keeps it 
and then looks to Edward and like holds it out just just for a little bit um I suppose and he kind of hesitantly reaches out his hand like leaning back a little bit <laughs> she 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 holds it really tight. <laughs> Ginger crawls up your leg and over your shoulder and down your arm and places a paw on your guys' hands that are being held. And Havel walks out into this. Yeah. Um, real, also, real quick, uh, while this is happening, I will uh, give Melora a small squeeze on her hand just because I know she's also intense I, from this. As I nightmare turn... <laughs> <laughs> is there anything right, else? Uh, is there anything else in this room that looks interesting, of importance? Neat? Go ahead and roll an investigation check. What were you doing, Havel? Um, Actually, Drew, make it a perception check. Havel walks out and then, like, gingerly closes mm-hmm. the door and turns around. Um, so. Um, a few things, so you're all caught up. Remember Prozius, our friend in freakishness? Um, uh, we've confirmed that he is likely the cause of death. Um, we believe he killed um, our lord here. Uh, Renaya, do you know, or maybe you can ask uh, Lana if... Uh, is there a courtyard or or something? I I think he deserves a proper burial. To leave him in his bed isn't right. You mean like here? Can't hear you. There go. <laughs> Got it. You mean like here? Yes, on the grounds. This is his home. I don't know of it, and Lada's never been here before. Um, the gardens, uh, DJ. Hmm. Do they seem like there is an opening or something that I could... There was a greenhouse that you were in. Um, so it's more like, you know, a stone floor with with plant boxes. Not really a place that you could bury a body. It looks like it looks like it'd crumple even if I touched it, right? You would have to be very, very gentle with it. It's basically, you know, kind of like a mummy. It's just a dried husk of a body. Okay. Um, does Does he? I mean, have any? Does he have for, anything to like bring back to Lada? Um, I don't know. Catherine, did you find anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you get, Drew? Sixteen. What was that? Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, as you look around, you quickly, you, you can quickly tell that Amos was well-traveled and spent a lot of time wandering the world. Um, he has trinkets and souvenirs and relics from all sorts of places. You can see, um, a lot of different types of weaponry. Um, there's several different suits of armor. One that you recognize is the ceremonial armor of, um, Rivaluvian elves, actually. Um, there is, um, things 
that look otherworldly and alien, um, skulls and different uh, manners of speaking. You can see um, collections of coins that you've never seen or recognized. Um, you see uh, a large variety of um, flowers, like um, pressed flowers in a book that you flip through. Um, by his bedside on the table, you see um, a hand-drawn sketch of um, what you recognize to be Lada. Um, and a journal. Uh, I open the journal. As you just... look through the journal... As you go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, as you look through the journal, um, what languages do you speak? Ooh, uh, I speak uh, common, elvish, and undercommon. Okay. You recognize, as you flip through it, you don't immediately recognize some of the speech. Um, you can tell that it's some of it's in Draconic. Um, but throughout this journal, which is about um, two inches thick and is probably three quarters of the way full, um, Amos wrote in probably what you count to be about ten different languages. Um, but you go through, and the little bit that you can read, um, when he writes in Elvish, it's always poetry. Um, usually these, um, these rather deep and in-depth either questions of the world and why things are the way that they are, what he could do to change, or moments of deep passion. Um, there is one particular that stands out to you, um, basically proclaiming his love to Lada, um, as he goes through and has this journal that, um, he depicts, uh, probably about 30 or so poems, uh, throughout the, throughout the whole journal. All right. I'll... I'll pick up the journal, um, and probably the sketch too. Uh, now you said this is this is the this is the dungeon looter in Drew. Uh, you said armor, right? Yeah. Did there happen to be I don't know a set of plate mail by chance? Um, there is. It's the ceremonial plate mail from my Luna ah. that you recognize to not be. Yeah, like it's plate mail, but it's that's not going to be very like, much ceremonial. Nah. About like yeah. ten times as heavy as it needs so, to be, so and not it's even near as strong. Really, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. All right. Um, any maps or anything like that? Uh, yeah, there's a variety of different maps. The biggest one um, is this large, almost tapestry of this this large wheel, um, and you recognize it as a map of the plains. Uh, where the material plane stands at the center, surrounded by the Feywild and the Shadowfell, surrounded by the elemental planes, surrounded by the outer planes, the upper and lower planes, um, Limbo, all of that. Uh, this great tapestry of the world and the planes that surround it. Um, if oh. I can find just a map of like the local area and like the continent. Um, um, roll a, roll a uh, d20. Um, Havel's going to open back the door. He's going to walk back in. And he's going to just, like, mm. he's going to really quickly just be like, Guys, quick question. Um, mm. so he died by, uh, our little mask's marauder, uh, his hand. Mm -hmm. Um, that means that he was here. Yeah. What did he take? That... Well... I didn't much think he would put a key back onto a guardian. 
No. Which is interesting. So either he never killed the guardians and he left here just offing someone? That's that's a good question actually. <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, it might be just reason enough to kill him because he might stand in the way. Well he's been dead for a while though, hasn't he? Or is it also possible that um, he didn't die instantly and managed to return here? Because it doesn't seem to me as though an ancient, an ancient dragon wouldn't put up a fight, but he is here lying in a bed. Well, but also, wouldn't this be the perfect place to surprise him? He wouldn't he expect to be attacked here, and from what Malora has described in the past, it seemed pretty quick. I mean, yes, but even, even the, he would need something akin to to kill ancient Kulkuldar? What if he in, like, was not in his that dragon quickly? form? He was just merely in his human form. Regardless, well, I have a theory... The stories that shouldn't matter. Right, but I have a theory that what Prozius takes makes him stronger. Huh. I mean... Or he requires life force to live, and I didn't know which one I like better. Melora. I. He's looking for something, right? I. I mean, if there's a decent chance that maybe that's also why he might have come. Like we even said, a dragon hoards lots of information. Perhaps it was the information that he was after. I would like to try to find the library if we can, but obviously we're kind of pressed on time, right? So we, we should we should come back. Can I have a conversation with Runaya while that conversation was happening? Sure. Yay. So Edward's standing there awkwardly while Runaya clutches his hand really hard. Um, but then he kind of side leans and he says... They say there's a body in there. Do you really think that's the... What's his name? <laughs> Theorem. Theracolamos? Th yeah. Th th uh, Theracolamos. That guy? You think that's Theracal? Do you think that's the Theracolamos? That's him. I, I don't want to see it, but I feel like I have to. Do you understand? He let go of his hand. Go, go look at it. That if if that's really him, that means go. that the history, go the take tale. Go a look. Go on. What's the matter? Go. You, you understand? This is go. Okay, and so he goes to the room. Um, he peeps his head in. He says, "Is it all right if I?" Have a closer look at um, him. Sure, I'll trade places with you. Uh, Edward kind of sheepishly uh, walks over and takes a look. Uh, and I'm assuming he sees what DJ described. Yeah. And he looks troubled. Um, he furrows his brows and looks at the others, or looks over, kind of turns his head towards the others and says, this means, now, now that I've seen it, it, the history, the tales of this man, 
everything, it's, it's, it all actually happened. This was an incredible man, dragon, whatever he'd be called, he, this was a legend. This is history. What a shame. It, it, it reminds me of the temples. Something so old, so grand, just in such a state. I, I don't think I can be in here much longer. And he walks out. Um, um, well, that was going on, by the way. I um, closed the door behind me um, because I was switch placing, switching places with Edward. And I gestured my hand out to Anaya. She takes it. Yep. And uh, I'm... Ginger returns her hand to yours, <laughs> both um, yours. And I'm actually going to... I'm gonna take a walk, and we're gonna to go to back to the uh, back to the ball ballroom. Hello. Anyways, Edward. Edward uh, begins to start out of the room, and he will exit unless somebody Hi. says something. Melora Nobody says anything. Is fixated on um, the body. Okay. Then Edward walks out, uh, and I'm assuming Renaya and Havel are gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what does Tarak do? Um, that's a great question. Well, Tarak has been thoroughly examining literally everything possible about the body, trying to figure out, um, whether or not it was a sustained attack, did it happen instantaneously, pretty much by now, just the specifics, um, uh, at the same time, you can tell that he is thinking something that isn't necessary. It's relating to the body, but it isn't necessarily like, oh yes, hmm, okay, he was he had a scar on his left ab- abdomen. Uh, I don't know why he has two <laughs> abdomens, but that's besides the point. Yep, hundred percent. But yeah, pretty much just doing uh, mortician stuff. Okay, yeah. As you go through and, and gather that information, you can tell that it was a sustained attack. Um, that probably took place based off of how, based off of the, um, elasticity of the skin and the, uh, and the rigidity, general, the amount of yeah, exactly. And you managed to tell that it probably took about 20 or so minutes, mm. but that's what you get. Not very fast. That's, that's pretty fast. That's, that's pretty fast. I mean, yes, but it doesn't make sense. Not fast enough uh, for it not to be painful. I pull... Okay, as she says that, uh, I, I kind of pull, pull her, f- like, further away from track, and I, I kind of, like, p- like facing her, with my... I put my hands on her shoulders. Look, all right, I'm not going to let this happen to you, all right? You're going to be fine. We are all going to be fine. I promise I will not let anything happen to you, all right? No one will. You're safe, alright? I promise. Now pull her into a hug. Edward walks back in the room. Oh. Edward walks back into the room. um, And he he just... Again, he stands there just baffled with his hands on his head and he says, I can't believe he's here. This is him. 
This is. Are you still coming to terms with this realization? Yes. <laughs> We're in the presence of greatness. This is. I didn't even know this. <laughs> this is crazy. And he takes out his journal and he starts writing things. Edward. Um, looking at it and writing. Yes. I worry that this will not be the only piece of history that Crozius destroys. Perhaps you may need a bigger journal if you're going to take note of every little thing. I think Prozius is trying to start a new history and destroy all else that doesn't bear his face. Hmm. Well, that's not very good. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. Which is precisely why we needed to leave the city, but also precisely why we must return. Oh my. Um, Don't put your journal away yet. Can I use that? <laughs> what do you want with it? Well, I mean, I can't remember everything. Um, can you write? I. It is hard and common, but I can in Orcish. He, uh. He, hmm. Okay, he'll. He'll take. He'll go to the very back of the journal and say, It pains me to do this. But I suppose. And he rips out three pages out of the back of the journal. And just like... And like... Like it hurts him to do it. Um, and then he takes his little like quill or whatever he has in, in, his, in his little papers and says, Here, you can use these. Is this enough? Uh, he... Track looks at you and, and uh, nods his head and said, Thank you. This is more paper than I have ever held. Really? Um, and in really tiny <laughs> scripts, like the tight, like it's barely legible. Um, he starts filling out what you would assume to be like body measurements, locations, mortician okay. stuff. Yeah. You know, as you do. Oh, by the yeah. way, um, Havel and Renaya are gone. I'm sure they're fine. They Renaya's reliable. Right. They weren't in the main room. I just saw Renaya there. And with that, we're going to take our break. As you guys wonder where Havel and Renaya went. And we take our mortician stats and hold each other. Um, we're going to take our break. So we'll be back in like 10, 15 minutes. Um, definitely come back to see uh, what other discoveries they find in this dungeon. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in just a little bit. More dead bodies. More dead bodies. All right, so we are back. We just left off with the party kind of collecting themselves after discovering the body of Amos. Um, and we're going to pick up where Havel and Renaya left off entering into the banquet hall. <clears throat> um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to just simply lead her into the banquet hall. Um and after kind of like sitting there or standing there and just kind of like uh not really sure what to do um Havel's going to adjust himself you know um tidy up his shirt um and he's going to let go of a nice hand um and walk to the middle of the hall and bow deeply and extend his hand to her. What are you doing? I need something to do while we have a conversation and I figured since we're in essentially a ballroom 
Maybe if you'd want to have an actual dance, one not filled by Arcana <laughs> and the dead. I'm not really good at it. Earlier it was the whole charm thing. Don't worry, I'll lead. Okay. And she'll go over. And uh, I'm just going to start doing like a really slow waltz, pretty much. As as you go over, um, just before you reach your hand out, Ginger scurries down your arm and puts one paw on Havel's hand before you can get your hand to Havel's and just like looks at him with like a little like little glare yeah. before slowly like backing off. <laughs> she protect. We love Ginger. That's what I was gonna say. Ginger also protect. <laughs> and uh yeah, I'm going to just start leading in a light dance. Um, As you begin to start dancing, almost in reaction to um, to your guys' waltz, you can slowly, just ever so faintly, begin to hear um, a waltz begin to be played. Slowly through the room, very gently and faintly. Um... Might I and add? Renaya's kind of she's like watching her feet <laughs> trying to make sure she doesn't like stomp on him <laughs> yeah. I rolled a 15 on performance by the way just to kind of add a baseline as far as like you know and I, I'm here with a bonus action help yeah. and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm kind of talking her through it like gently mm -hmm. you know? yeah no you guys uh, with with Havel's guidance, you guys, uh, especially you, Renata, you begin to pick it up um, and begin to fall into a um, a well put together waltz. Um, while we're dancing, um, Havel's going to go. Uh, so, how are you feeling? Really scared. You want to know something? Um, and Havel's going to spin her and then pull her in close and be like, <laughs> I'm really terrified. <laughs> you and me both. I know. <laughs> um, I... I'm sorry for what was happening back there. Everything with um, with uh, Terra Calamos and and the Guardian. Um, to be honest, I didn't really put two and two together that it was a Guardian until um, I found the key. I mean, it makes sense. It it attacked Cather. It was trying to hurt us. Yeah. You want to know something? And, um, this isn't me trying to, uh, overpower any kind of sadness that you might feel. I, I just hope that you understand that you're not alone. Um. I've said this a lot. And actually, it might it might help if I if I knew. Did you know your family? 
Yeah, I, I know my family. Don't I don't mean to pry, but uh, how's the relationship? You can just give me a general vibe. You don't even have to really tell me. Well, I mean, I consider Lada to be my mother. Very fair. I can tell. Um, uh, and we're just gonna start making the rounds still, you know? I'm still dancing. Um, I consider a clergyman um, he is my father there is there is a, a gentleman um, who I don't even know his first name he would take nothing other than me calling him father Grendale um, and, and temple of knowledge right <laughs> yes You'd expect me to be smarter, <laughs> or maybe a little bit more wise. Uh, he... I loved him like a father. Although, he would detest me and scold me if I ever called him dad. <laughs> um, I... I want you to know that I know what it's like to feel like the people that you love and the people that mean the most to you. Like they they disappear and you don't have nothing you have no control over it. My adoptive father. He, on more than one occasion, he was loving, but on more than one occasion, he, not, I hope jokingly, uh, at the time it didn't feel so joking, um, he said that the reason why uh, my real parents left me at the doorstep, and at this point I kind of dipper and lean in close and go, I was too much of a fiend. Um, then pulling back, continuing the dance. You are cared for. Is what I'm trying to say. We care for you. And I'm sorry that we didn't heed your warning. And I'm sorry that you lost someone so dear to your heart. Can I... I... I've been wanting to ask you, but I'm... scared. I... <laughs> and you don't have to answer, and if you don't even like the question, don't even think about it for more than two seconds. Renaya. For the first week that we met, I did nothing but yell at you. Please, ask away. What do you 
think happens when we die? Well, my father always said that uh, it depends on what God you gain favor with. Um, for the domain that, uh, for the domain <laughs> that my, that I suppose technically I follow as well. Um, and the one that I uh, grew up in. Um, the best way I can describe it is it's a it's a war room. My soul leaves the body, and if God's Demand. Um, I will serve as a tactician, a divine knowledgeman. Or if I'm not so lucky, maybe I'll just be keeping the books. I mean, with uh, the life I've been leading, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I think it's beautiful, though. More specifically, Father Grendale. Um, he he described Aprion's war room and halls to be made of marble and to smell of parchment and ink. And the warmth from the hearths filled you with warmth. And when you sat surrounded by the most intelligent men and women to have ever lived. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with being smart. I... I can only imagine that it's peaceful. I've heard stories of other domains, um, you know, people who take their best swing at guessing it. Beautiful fields, lavish mansions, parties that never end, a night sky, infinite and void. I don't think anyone is destined to go to the Nine Hells. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I think that's something that you forge. What do you think happens when we die? I don't think anything good. Are you afraid of dying, Renaya? Havel's going to stop dancing and pull her into a hug and just kind of whisper into her ear I promise you 
and I mean it. I promise you. At the very least, I will do everything in my power to make sure you live a long and fruit-filled life. And if you're afraid of dying, then... I don't know. I had a friend once that told me that uh, worrying about death is, uh, is detrimental to your health. I mean, you're alive now, aren't you? I try not to think about it, but... There's been you, and then Amos, and... Me? What are you talking about? What's wrong with me? I... I know it's just he jokes. He says as he holds you with bone hands. <laughs> I know it's just jokes, but I hate when you say that you're gonna die. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is a skin condition, and we are getting the plants necessary for the cream. <laughs> okay. I mean, Lada. She she told me death is inevitable, and and that doing what I do, I wouldn't be able to save everybody. And that death is something you just have to learn to accept. But I haven't... I haven't learned that. See, here... Here's my perspective. In the years that I've lived as whatever we are, and whatever I was, at least in a past life, I saw a lot of death. Some by my hand, some by others' hand. I've done a lot. You see, the, remember earlier when I said that perhaps de the destiny to be transported to the Nine Hells is forged? I'd be lying if I said that I'm worried that maybe I've stained my lantern too red to keep myself from that fate. And it's reasons like that why I, when I can, um, when I'm feeling it, if at all possible, I toast to my friend's health, and I experience the finer things in life. I, I disagree with the idea that you should be okay with death. To desensitize yourself to death. To understand that you can't save everyone. While it is a useful thing, I want you to know that what makes a good hero is the hope that you can save everyone. What makes people different is the desire to save everyone. And now I know that that's not possible. It's not always going to be possible. But if you let that spark die, the idea that 
Just one more person. Mm. <laughs> well then, what are we doing? I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I... This is a first for me. Trying to do the right thing. <laughs> um, he's gonna spin Renaya and then immediately take her into a dance again. Um, you're a good person. And you have a kind heart. But if I'm gonna be honest, I kinda wanna protect that. I think. Out of all of us, we kind of need that, <laughs> you know. Amongst the uh, amongst the lot of us, I feel like if we have one person with a very pure and kind heart, I think that balances everyone else's really uh, terrible mannerisms, at least that we can display. <laughs> don't put that on me. <laughs> See, but the thing is, is that you don't have to do anything. I don't think I live up to that. Renaya, what was your first response when we got attacked by that thing? Get Catherine out. And then do what? And then leave. Exactly. You didn't see it and then immediately think, ah, yes, my next quarry. You didn't see it and think, we have to kill it to get to Cather. I saw it and thought, oh yeah, we have to kill it to get to Cather. Another, another one I of these things. I had to learn. I had to learn that. Exactly. But here's the thing. Some of the things that we learn stick with us the best. You're a wonderful person. And I want you to believe that you were some kind of monster deep down because you haven't shown that by any means um if anything i'm oof. the fact that you haven't slapped me yet is in oh man it's so impressive <laughs> like in fact here like apple's gonna like stop and like push her back a little bit and be like go on ahead like g really give it to me i might i honestly deserve it <laughs> Um, she's actually just gonna go and kind of hold his face and say, You're a kind person. Just a rough exterior. Is that a joke about my horns? Sam? No, that's <laughs> what you said to me. I know. <laughs> I just... Why you want me to be honest with you? I mean, I'd prefer if you didn't lie. I'm not lying. I'm not. I haven't been lying this entire time. You could think, you know. Scout's honor. <laughs> I... <sighs> I say a lot of things and then have a hard time following suit. You know, I, I want you guys to be better than you are, better than you know. Because you are. Melora is skilled, tactile, and graceful all at once. Edward is proud, regal, and probably the one of the most 
determined, silently determined men I've ever met. Edward, while he's... God, he's annoying. Um, and a coward at base. You know, his heart's in the right place. He, he wants everyone to have access to the things that he did. And he wants to tell their story. You know, as someone who came came up poor, I wasn't always rich. I didn't have money. I didn't have coin to my name. <laughs> Having the archives to Aprion's temple to my disposal was the biggest blessing I've ever received in my life. And you are all my second biggest blessing, if I'm going to be honest, because you're nicer friends than I've ever had. And Tarak... I've never seen someone avoid killing so much in my entire life. <laughs> He's the most gentle giant, and yet I would never step in front of him. Ever. To step in front of a quiet man and enact his rage is asking death. <laughs> He's gentle and intelligent, and you are kind and strong-willed, and you're honest. I... Don't you dare say anything bad about yourself in the next sentences after. I'm incredible, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Perfect. I was just simply going to say that I find it very difficult to uh, pep you guys up and tell you that you should act a certain way and then doing the exact same myself. I've, uh, I'm, not hap I'm not the happiest with who I am, but I accept who I am. Do, do you... So, so Cather believes in destiny. I guess I have a question for you. Um, since we're in the, the light of asking. Katha believes in destiny. Do you think that... We were born to be something? And that we... That is our destiny. That is what we must become. I pray that's not true. <laughs> I do too. I think... I think we have multiple paths. I think we have multiple destinations that we can reach, but it's up to us to decide which one we want. Agreed, and... <laughs> I went through so much time, a very long stretch of my life, thinking that I was stuck being who I became. Now I liked who I became. It had its perks. I had influence, money, power. People looked to me for guidance. And I lost all of that. But then I found all of you. And I catch glimpses where I'm starting to think maybe 
Maybe I wasn't supposed to keep it. Maybe that's not who I am. And I think I have all of you to thank for having me realize that in the grand scheme of things. Um, anyways, you're a wonderful person. And uh, I was going to, again, uh, give her a spin and then pull her into a hug. And just go, thank you so much for the dance. Thank you, Havlin. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you too. And then, yeah. Back in the room. <laughs> um, Trek finishes up writing. He took maybe a quarter of the page, but he does fold all three pieces of paper and put them into his bag. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, people in the room currently, Edward, um, Melora, and Cather, right? Yep. Everybody but Renaya and Havel. Awesome. Um, he will turn around and say, um, I am done documenting, but, uh, your people like to bury bodies? Is, is, is there some form of ceremony? I've heard s stories, but they all seem to contain a lot of conditions. I don't think that um, conditions be that we can. If you would like, I can bury him the orcish way. What way is that? Well, we're surrounded by a grave. Uh, I... It might be a good way for me to explain myself. It, I have noticed that in conversation regarding um, the ocean that I perhaps did not explain myself as well as I'd assumed that I had. Um, not to use, um this man as a as a tool uh, out of respect, but it may help you understand me at least. Alright. I suppose it would be good to at the very least together some sort of monument or memento for the man. He was known by many. Would you like assistance in any way or should I I have everything needed here. Um, I do need a way to get outside. Alright. But... I wonder if we should, um, wrap him up in the, in the blanket. That was the plan. Um, Tarak will, uh, do his best to gingerly move the body. Right before, right as you start approaching the, the body, Edward goes, Hold on. This... Yes. This is a, this is an, a very important person here. Are you sure, in Orcish burials, the right, the right choice here? Uh, he looks at Cather and he says, "Cather, you're, you serve, the gods of, you know, fate and whatnot, right?" Yeah. Maybe it'd be better if you, took over. <sighs> this man deserves the utmost respect. I don't know how to do a burial. Goodness. 
Not to... I have an idea. Yeah, yes. Track. Yes. For now, though, I'll follow your lead. Okay. So can, <laughs> I, can I keep going now? Go ahead. And right. I will help him. If you say so. Uh, I, uh, I wrap up the body in the, in the top sheet. Mm-hmm. Um... As securely as I can without being damaging. Yeah. yeah. Um, you almost like burrito style. You cover the feet, cover yep. the face, roll it up, roll it up. And then you guys could actually use some rope to tie it. Yep. Um, almost like, like a meat log that you're going to put on, on the fire. DJ. Yep. You know, just like how you do. <laughs> what the you know me. No. Okay, but that's how, you, that's how they tie it yeah. up. You know, so. um, and then um, I will... Uh, Bite into my thumb and write, um, no one here speaks Orcish other than me, right? I tried getting you to teach me. <laughs> I, I don't know. You haven't asked yet. <laughs> well, um, great, that means that I don't have to tell you what I'm saying. Skin. Eh, yeah, that's fair. Um, so I'll, I'll write some Orcish on the, on the sheets. Um. In your blood? And then I will, yes. Okay, gotcha. I will pick up the, uh. Uh, the package. Um. <laughs> it's not no, what I you could, could, you could so just no. say Amos. You pick up Amos. Wow. Wow. Out of the package and drag it in names, the morning. <laughs> this shipment wow. sinks. Um, <laughs> and I say, uh, well, shall we go? Like out. Yeah. Bye. Great. I start to yes. go out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah. I head towards the yeah. uh, head towards the ballroom. I walk very yeah, slowly. You guys, Edward follows, riding the whole time. <laughs> At what point do okay. they walk in? Uh, just about as you guys are finishing. Okay. Hello. So you walk in as I'm and giving Renaya a hug. Th- and thinking to myself, DM. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking of the burial rituals that we have for our warriors back home um and well when we get outside because mm-hmm. i assume track is going to throw them in the ocean basically so yes. i will do i am going to sorry i'm going to more or less just a second um, Drew, i just want to interrupt you for just a second she got mad at us for saying that we wrapped him up and tied him. And then she proceeds to make a joke hey, about yeeting I'm his the body. One it's not like she called it. <laughs> She's mourning. She's mourning. Let her. Just keep okay. going. Let her, let her mourn the dragon boy. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, anyway, what were you saying, Captain? But, but when, we, when we get out to the shore, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I am going to attempt to do something. Okay. I, but I don't know if we want to roleplay the process of us getting to shore or not. Well, so there wait. are yeah, undead. Guys, yeah, my question guys, is the undead. Uh, walk into the, the um, ballroom. The gentle music slowly fades as you guys approach, um, and you are all together. Havel, you walk in as Havel hugs Renaya and whispers something that you don't hear, since <laughs> that's around the time that you'd be walking in. Okay. Um, as soon as Re- are they carrying? Yeah, yes. As soon as Renaya sees it, she just turns back to Havel. 
okay, right. Um, guys, uh, so what's the plan here? Are we planning on uh, on doing? We're gonna do a brief, brief burial, and we will. I'm gonna head out. Wonderful. Um, Rini, you're gonna have to uh, scare the dead. Right, right, okay. Um, uh, Catherine, then... I take out my sword and I kind of, uh, kind of uh, gesture to it and the door and I go, um, anything that doesn't decide to run? I take out my own sword. <laughs> I take out my and my axe. And my axe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, you guys. I use channel divinity. <laughs> yeah, you guys begin making your way down the banquet hall, removing the blockade that you had put in place, mm-hmm. um, and then make your way back to the puzzle room. Um, you get to the door that you guys had locked. Um, and Renaya, you pull out the key that you had, turn the key. Um, and you enter the room, and there's actually no bodies there. They've been freed. <laughs> you can see that there are several gems now left on the floor. More so than you guys left. Oh, they got turned into gems. Oh. Oh, so it's a wow. self-replenishing function. Yeah, That's nice. nice. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, it's great. <laughs> cool, let's get going. Great. Sweet. Uh, I can only yeah. do that wait, one time. Wait, who who remembers the password? <laughs> I kind of I'm I'm carrying a thing, so I'm like, <laughs> great, because I I didn't remember it. Okay, we can get going. You guys step through the puzzle room um, and emerge outside of uh, Arathel Keep uh, into the night. Um, it has now gotten dark. And you guys um, are faced with the dark jungle. Um, it was already dark to begin with, but now there's no light coming through, and so it's almost pitch black looking through the thick foliage. Um, now, I was unconscious while we were sailing here, but uh, when I woke up, what was the highest point on the shoreline that I could, I could see? Was you there like see a conveniently the edge epic of the cliff? forest? Like no, a nice cliff? It was, just no a, cliffs, it was right? a, a beach the whole way. Yep, beach the whole way. Mm. It's kind of sucky. Oh well, we'll make do. Um, well, I start heading towards the shoreline. Okay. Does anybody follow? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um. Uh, I this is absolutely a pressing matter. It's really dark out here. Yeah. Last time we almost got killed by these ferocious beasts, and now I we're like just walking into the dark. I'm. I just want to make sure that we all know what we're doing here. <laughs> actually, no. I pull out my hood. I pull out my hooded lantern. Well, actually, wait. Then I get rid of the oil for that. I don't remember. Yeah, you've gotten rid of the hood and a lot of the oil. You've officially dismantled your entire yeah, thing. Yeah, it's basically it's gone. more Same. useful to me in pieces than it really is in actuality. <laughs> Perhaps we shall wait till morning. Nope, don't we'll have wait time till for morning. Have a dead. 
Oh no, I forgot about that part. I'm not going to die. <laughs> I, I guess we have no then. choice. I, I, as I say that, I go, isn't Let's... that right? And I yell it to the void. What are you doing? <laughs> yell. Yelling is on average not the not the right play. Okay. You he immediately hear chatter throughout the oh, forest. Um, different creatures that howl back at you See? and and chitter and laugh. I'm not gonna die. Uh, they're they're all watching my bag. We're going to die. My sword's still out. I just so. start heading towards the beach. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I walk in the smack dab middle of the party, man. <laughs> Renaya is sticking to the back. Apples are just sticking pretty close to Renaya. Oi. Oh. Yeah. Actually, uh, DM, can we say yes. quick on the way out, I actually went back to the, the, the garden and grabbed some of those moon lilies? No, yeah. Great. Sweet. Um, so... You all begin making your way into the jungle. Um, let's go ahead and make a survival check to see how you guys navigate through it. Um, whoever wants to do it, they will do it with disadvantage. Ooh, uh, probably can, can we help right. Melora? Are we assisting Melora? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll say that you guys can help Melora so to get a flat a roll. roll. Flat roll, get it. Yep. We're all like, we know who needs to roll this. <laughs> uh, 21. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, even why. with it being dark, uh, you managed to recognize the trail that you guys had forged um, going through the woods and begin making your way to the beach. Um, I will have another person, whoever wants to, um, whoever is at the very back, um, either Havel or Renaya. <laughs> what, what's, um, what's survival again? <laughs> no, no. I'm, go ahead and roll a d4. Oh, let's just see what kills us. Maybe it's our friendly panther. You or me. Renaya, you oh, yeah, the friendly one. I'll go for it. I mean, okay. I'm going to do my um, metal dice. Oh. Bam. Let's go. Three. Three. Oh, okay. That's a three good that's a great displacer one. piece. Oh, yeah. Not three, three out of 20, three, three out of four. Number. Three is a lucky number. Three is a magic number. Magic number. number. <laughs> Is that a TikTok reference? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. Sorry. Give me one second. All of us think about it. All of us can check out our merch store and share our Twitch or YouTube or anything. Share our Twitch on any social media platform that you know, with your DJ, dog. DJ, we don't with always have to have an account. With your it's fish. Not Take a look. Take a look at our merch store. With your, whoa, 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 with on your our website. Thrice removed. Thepaperdungeon.com <laughs> So, you guys begin walking, um, making your way through, and you can hear rustling. <laughs> Who's wrestling? They're wrestling us. Uh, there's, <laughs> Sorry. There's gentle rustling throughout the foliage around you. Um, Wait, how do you say foliage? That? <laughs> say it again. Foliage. Oh, it's, so, it's so cute. Jocks are left. It's okay. <laughs> um, you got fed up with how you talk. <laughs> it's true. All um, right, Dan. You hear the rustling. Do your story and... now. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You guys walk. Get to it, DJ. Chop chop. Oh, he heard it. And make it to the beach. 
Oh, no, what happened? Okay. No, what happened? That was last fun. What happened? No, 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 I want, I want, to I want the foliage. No, tell us about the foliage. We can mute Grant. We can mute Grant, and everyone else will listen. I want the wrestling foliage. I literally wasn't gonna say anything. There was you get you rolled the number that didn't have an encounter. Because you know what it was, number three. It was the Panthers, but we already tamed. Okay, but like, can I just say, I imagined if Tarak stayed on the beach, like he said he was going to, and the the displacer beast like coming back and having like babies. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, on the way there, um, as we get like a, a, a awkward silence for like a minute, um, Tarak a good a good minute. You guys yeah, walked for probably about four hours. Minute. Oh yeah, no. I mean that around a minute to two minutes in, that's when oh. I start to talk. <laughs> I see. Um, track uh, just continues to look straight ahead, uh, but says, uh, The orcs don't believe the same. They don't have the same idea of death as the rest of you. When... The orcs believe that the end of days, it is called Tomfukshan Mubaram. There will come a time when the Tanurak are reborn into the world and an orcish army will overwhelm it. It is said that in the battles that follow, the dead will fill the ocean and the seas will turn red with blood until eventually the hordes of the dead cannot be held back. What that means is when someone dies, it, at least it is what I and the other orcs believe, when someone dies, their soul returns to the bottom of the sea. And it is there that they are put onto one of two sides of great battle. On one side, it is those who lived a free life, not good, not bad, evil. It is not dependent on that. It is whether or not you lived a life that followed what you believe. Those are the ones who keep the souls from returning to the land. And since there is no such thing as an orc that is not free, that is where an orc goes. But as it is believed that is the losing side. Eventually, they will become overwhelmed when the dead are too plentiful. But what matters is that on that side, it isn't a question of who you were when you were alive. It doesn't matter if you're an orc, elf, dwarf, human, or any other race. It is there that you are truly equal. But there is no such thing as a perfect line in war. There are always cracks, spies slip through, and that is how you get things like what we fought back there, the dead. It is bodies that are buried on land by your people that are taken over by the souls of the damned. It is why we return bodies to the sea, and they are marked. I kind of motion to the uh, blood on the uh, fabric 
It is to tell the line that is defending that these are to be kept safe, to be, be defended at all costs, so they do not return to walk the land of the living. Asking an orc to enter the ocean. If you die and you are killed by one of the damned, you don't get that choice. You don't enter the line of defense. You, your soul becomes twisted and corrupt and taken. And for an orc, there is no fate worse than that. For years, I was alone. I was kept alive only by the thought that at least that when I die, they won't remember who I was when I lived. Asking me to cross the ocean is like if Melora were to cut down every forest, Cather were to spurn the gods and uproot the dead. It would be Edward having to live without music. Havel, you would have to throw your coins into a bottomless pit. Edwardia, you would have to hate with your whole being and abandon malice to be truly alone. There's nothing worse for me than that fate. It isn't a matter of fear. It is just a matter of belief. But I apologize if my ways are not your own. But, Edward, I know you were concerned that he needed a proper burial, or perhaps to be laid at rest in a correct manner. But in my eyes, there is no safer place than defended by the righteous, by the Vadakanad. And then I maintain silence for the rest of the trip. <laughs> so we get to the beach. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> you all walk silently for the remainder of of the journey and after a long while yes more uh never mind i was going to do something but i'll do it at a later time okay. um you all eventually after a long journey um arrive at the beach not too far off from where you guys arrived and um you watch as the water gently laps onto the beach, ebbing and flowing in this peaceful manner. You can see the moon glowing gently over the, um, over the water. And there's this moment of peace as Tarak begins his preparations. Um... 
there's not a whole lot of preparations, in all honesty. Um, he walks forward. Uh, you see him kind of pause. Um, and he, he does turn around, and he says, Knowing now what you know, know that I do this out of respect and kindness. But I also do it in fear. And if this is the end, then it was a... It was worth it. Um, and he will uh, turn back towards the coastline and he will begin to walk uh, into the sea for a small distance um, to around chest height. Um, and as he goes, um, he says, uh, oh yeah, do you want to do something quick? Well, as I, start I was just going to say, as, as he goes out, I will go out with him. Um, and as you're holding him still in your arms, yeah, um, I will just unwrap him just enough that way we can see his actual body. And I will, um, I will take out the flowers I collected, place them in his hands, holding them, um, and say a few words in undercommon. Um, I know that because language. I'm, I wasn't necessarily all that prepared. I, it's nothing too specific. Um, but I do uh, say a few words. Um, since you're there, Tarek, um, and I, do you speak Elvish? Nope. No? Okay, well, then Tarek doesn't know <laughs> what I say. Can I hear um, him? Uh, I'm not saying it very loudly, so I don't know. How how far do we get when it's chest height? I have an 18 passive. And I'm going to activate it's you about, here with your elvish ears. <laughs> it's about 10 or so feet in that you are about, oh, six or so feet deep. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, if that's deemed close enough to hear, I guess, then there's a decent chance since he's... Yeah, Melora can definitely hear it. Um, Havel, if you want to try to hear it, you're totally fine. Um, but, uh, again, because I wish I was prepared, but I, I don't have death rituals memorized. <laughs> uh, but he does say something akin to, um, what would be a standard for, um, a fallen soldier back home. Um, hoping that in in the afterlife that they have the uh, warrior and in his case king's blessing as he deserves for all that he has done for the world and that's the unrighteous will pay for the sin that they have committed um before they do anything Havel actually goes um this pains me if I'm going to be honest, um, Havel's going to take out the written alchemical book. He's going to 
skim through it really quickly and try to memorize as much as he can. Okay. Much like he did when he was a kid and he was reading a book that he probably shouldn't be reading. Um, he's just going to skim through it, try to memorize as much of it as he can, try to take it in and yep. close it. Yep. And he's going to go into the water and he's going to lay it gently on the body and go, and my father told me once that, uh, at least in the knowledge domain, we, we like to part with some of our best works. And going to leave that and then turn around and Hi. Right. <clears throat> uh, once Tarak uh, gets to chest height um, he will uh, rest the body on the top of the waves but like my hands are still uh, beneath it mm -hmm. um, and he will recite Vadokan flo poshat valagrar, raunar maushat lo maushat, prokujat shatoro thaum muboram. And then um, he will put his right hand um, so that his palm covers uh, the head, and then he will push and then uh, also push below the waves away from him. Okay. You will watch as the body for just a moment almost seems to hover just beneath the waves. Yes, Malar? I would like to go back near Renaya and kind of give her ginger and hold her hand if she'll let me. Okay. You guys watch as Turak pushes the body. Um, it almost floats for just a second, just a few inches beneath the waves before slowly following the um, descent of the landscape beneath the waves. It almost follows it as it slowly sinks and flows out of the view of what you guys can see. Track does his best to not, like, run out of the water, <laughs> but he does very quickly step towards the shore with reverence, but also incredible. <laughs> When they return, you are. <clears throat> yep. Um, Edward would kind of like look at Cather um, and be like, Do you mind if I say just a couple things? By all means. Um, I've, I've really. I haven't really been to many of these. I'm familiar with one other burial, it was my uncle. He was actually um, buried where you and Kiyomura, I believe. Um, did your I forget what you called them your rituals or, or whatever it was um, but that was a long long time ago um, I guess my point is I don't really know what to say but I realize now that <laughs> this is such a monumental task I can't believe that it falls to us this isn't there should be more there should be trumpets sounding and you know soldiers saluting but I suppose we are the ones that, that take this mantle to bury this, this legend. Um, so he would, he'll go on to just recant very briefly what he's known to do, the good things. Um, partially because Grant 
doesn't quite remember what he did in the history <laughs> of like the world, but from what I've heard, it's good. So, DJ, could you give us a very brief overview of what people generally know of this this person the good who I've done? Lord the good drop, stuff, Lord yes. Drop, Lord drop. Please. <laughs> You would all know, especially you, Grant, um, that Terra Colomos is um, one, considered to be one of the founders of the Blind Nations. Um, if not considered one of the founders, one of the um, first allies of them. He, um, during the Elven Wars, he um, allied with the humans and the non-Elven races looking for a home to um, protect them from the... Um, the wrath of the elves um, and the superiority of the elves. Um, he was one who helped create the Valley of the Kings in East Bravania. Um, he was one of the mages that helped um, some of those some of those major mages. Um, he also, uh, on the condition of helping them, create a home for dragons, a place where they could reside and not worry about being hunted or cheated or stolen from. Um, and that is part of what the free nations um, or the blind nations embody is this home for all, um, where all can be protected and uh, and enjoy the life that they choose to make for themselves. And that doesn't just include humans, gnomes, tieflings, and the more traditional races that live here, but anybody that comes and chooses to claim these nations as their home has a home um and obviously they're not perfect with orcs and blah 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 but um that was part of what terra Colomos set as a precedent for these nations um so yeah that's kind of the general information he was also known as the king of the dragons and very a great mage and all this stuff but yeah those are his major accomplishments when it comes to the to the nations. perfect so edward kind of uh gives that relay quite eloquently um and then he says, Many people think that recording history is important because it will help humanity, not just humanity, but all of the races, the whole world. It will help the world from remaking its past mistakes. It will help the world remember what it did wrong and learn from it so it does better. Now, I wasn't even sure that these tales were real, but now I've seen with my own eyes, it's clearly... This is clearly real. This is clearly something of meaning. This man, who has been here since the establishment of these nations, the wisdom he must have possessed was so great. And although I didn't know him personally, and I didn't even think he existed, I do know that the world has lost something. The world has lost this man's wisdom, this man's knowledge. And quite sadly, quite frankly, I'm, I'm sad that he's not around to help make, to help influence the world. Because we all know that we need influence. <laughs> I feel undeserving, but I'm thankful that I'm here. Um, this this man deserved more. That's that's all. If that is all, then 
I believe we have an herb to get to a certain mentor. I, for, for anyone that's paying attention, Havel's crying. So is Malora. Hmm. I'm guessing they're both near me. Yeah. <laughs> She's holding both their hands and is also crying. <laughs> nice. You just, Renaya, you in particular, you just hear Havel under his breath just go, I really wanted that book. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Silently sobbing. Nice. Oh, Havel. Yes. Oh. What a kind sacrifice so, you made. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> I only got the skim it. So, you sit there and giggle before realizing that you now have to get a mile to shore again. Yeah. Right. With we the have dinghy. Like a, yeah. Is the dinghy the boat's there, right? It's still yeah, there. the boat's there. And the dinghy is still there? Yeah, the boat's still there. Still there. Okay. 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 Yeah. I was like, like, the, the, the DM wasn't responding. It's still there, right, DJ? I had already said the dinghy was there. Wait, I wasn't um, listening. Sorry. Is there a boat or something? <laughs> no. No. no we don't have you guys no longer have a no. boat. We <laughs> swim. You get to use Tarak as a boat. God. I mean, kill me now. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I rode it onto the dinghy. Oh. I... Onward, um, friends. <laughs> assuming everyone is approaching the boat, uh, I will kind of tap Renaya. And, you know, I'll tap Melora, too. They're definitely the two people in charge here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will... I'll tap them both, kind of stop them briefly. Um, knowing now what you know, will you still ask me to get on the boat? I am very sorry that I did not realize before what you were meaning about the ocean. I did not know much about Orcish culture and thought it was simply a fear that I could hopefully alleviate. I didn't wish to disrespect you nor your beliefs about the ocean, but I do know that we need you. Well, she said... Hold on, when I your, your mic. There you go. There, there you go. go, perfect. What she said... <laughs> If, if that is what you ask of me, then it shall be done. But know what it means. Well, we've got a sea to sail. <laughs> And Renaya is like holding Havels off at a distance. It's like, uh, well, yeah, we can uh, go. She like she like looks for Catherine Cat and holds out Melora's hand Havel, to Catherine. Havel pats Renaya's hand. Actually, it's just like it's okay. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, well, I'm like now Melora's off with Catherine. And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> As to note, though, when you do look over, is about now this point that Cather is actually leaving the water. Yeah, I was like, technically, I don't know if he ever said he was leaving, so he's just been standing out there for like a couple minutes. <laughs> As you have been standing there um, by yourself with everybody else, 
beginning to make their way back towards the boat and discussing. And you stand there silently by yourself. You watch the body float beneath the waves. And in the sky, you just gently hear this chorus. These faint voices, uh, angelic singers, gently serenading the ceremony. And you look above and you can see ever so faintly this choir of not just angels, but of um, dragons and heroes and, um, and all types of beings. And you realize for just a moment that these are all the people that Terracalamos affected, guided, his mentors, his allies, his children, his followers, all those who have passed before him, now welcoming him onto Mount Celestia. But only you notice it. Uh, yeah, after after they start, after Cather hears his name being talked about, he'll turn and begin to walk over um, and help get the boat prepared. Um, as he walks by, though, he will whisper in Renaya's ear, and he'll say, he, he made it. And just get on the boat. You all pile onto the boat, track, waiting to be last. Oh, I'm white-knuckling it. Realizing that that was a mistake, because now there is no room on the boat, as you guys... Barely Renai managed to get all five of you in. <laughs> do, do you want the platform, Dara? It's no better or worse either way. I wave my hand through the ground and a floating disc appears. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible to white knuckle on a on a gosh dang magic disc, oh, but I if it is, I'm doing alone. it. Oh, he can he can hold on to the you, back you, of the, the bus. This floats of, of the about boat. three three feet away from the boat, so you guys could still you could still hold his hand if you could, if you want to. He could technically he could hover above Would us you like and go travel with Ginger? us. No. All right. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. You all get onto the boat, and uh, Catherine Renaya begin <gasps> rowing. And pulling. <laughs> and over the course of the next hour or so, you fight the waves and make your way back towards the coastline. Yeah, about about halfway through, I say, Rudaya! She knows! We're You're coming, right next right? to her. What? Oh! And I'm gonna pull out well, my paper. loud with the, sh- with the waves and the shore. <laughs> I'm imagining yeah. Cather is still rowing, so we're like just turning in a circle right now while I'm rowing. I was gonna say, yeah, I yeah. one of us. Bo- both of us together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Renaya writes to Lana. Well, we're on our way back. Renaya actually starts rowing. Havel like goes, ah, uh, ah. Uh, 
Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and just like steps she's, like, she's like, but Renai is like so honed in on writing. And then so she finishes writing and she goes to grab it and sees it's already taken. It's like, uh, <laughs> by all means, he can take over. This is, I got it. Very <laughs> nice. You guys yeah. eventually make your way back to the shore. I yes. have a strange request. Um, okay. So throughout, <laughs> since, since the beginning, since he left, Edward's been periodically like recording in his journal um like every now and then his experience um but this time he skips a couple pages which he doesn't normally do and he at the top of the page writes in his little uh, or golden bordered journal um he writes fortress of wisdom and he's going to that's what he's been writing he's been writing out the experience and i was wondering if there was a way to determine how eloquently he can record this experience. Yeah, are you, performance check. Are you hey. proficient in calligraphy? I don't I think he's know. More ta- I, I think, think he's more talking about I would imagine artistry so. of word I know. choice than <laughs> I just like the fact that it's possible An to be proficient in calligraphy. Charisma. Or sleight of hand charisma. Roll, roll a performance check. All right, all right. <laughs> That's a 21. Yeah. Nice. This is this. <laughs> to those who will read this in the future, this will become one of the great epics Ayo. of finding <laughs> nice. uh, this legend um, <laughs> and and burying him. Just, uh, you know, just pumped out an epic while on a boat ride. No big deal. <laughs> hey, Feel man, free basically to just, for someone to just slap the book out of his hands into the ocean. <laughs> into the ocean. No, don't you dare. Uh, yeah, but that's what, <laughs> what he's doing um, on the boat. Modern day Odysseus. <laughs> so, if nobody else do has any man. other things <laughs> that they want to do, you finally make it to the shore. Yay! Um, you push onto land, Tarak immediately jumping off <laughs> of his disc onto the land. Yep. Um, I'm already chanting, Flo, Kroma, Madno, Vadokan, Flo, Pushat, Volak, I'm straight going in. Do you need Just a fire? Looming before you. Is it's the, no use uh, anymore. Is the cliffside. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> in front of you is the uh, is the cliffside uh, with the rickety old wooden staircase that leads up to um, the the town of Katin. Make our way up. <laughs> Jaunt. Perfect. Jaunt our way up. You guys I... make your way up the stairs, um, and you can see the dim light of a lantern inside. Lada's house. You all approach. I, and I, I take out the um, three stalks of the Anderson that I had in my Havel, bag. Havel, uh, Havel kicks open the door and is like, Mama Lada, your patience here. <laughs> ah. She comes out from around the corner and Amelia is like, Oh, I see. Um, all right. Please, sit and down. Sit Havel down. dramatically plops himself onto the seat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a convenient place fainting count. Sure, uh, how much we need. This is perfect. Oh, Rini, would you grab a bowl? On it. And I go and I get whatever I know she needs. <laughs> yeah, you grab um, a bowl and um, a mortal and a mortal. Mortar and and mortal and Thank you. immortal. Pascal. <laughs> and Pascal. A mortal and Pascal. Yes. 
you grab all the tools and instruments that she needs, um, and she begins by snipping off all the little flowers off the stalks, um, off of one stalk, leaving the other two to the side, um, and begins grinding that into kind of this paste, um, which he then puts into um, a bowl of water and kind of dilutes it just a little bit um, before grabbing a paintbrush. Um, and she turns to Havel and says, um, I'm going to need you to expose all of the affected areas. I look at everyone and go, well, unless they're looking to catch a peek at everything that I've been packing, I'd suggest you all leave. <laughs> I'll be in my room. Meanwhile, that was all, all going room. on, by the way. Or, there's no oh, room. I want to point out, Havel, Havel was recanting in the most dramatic way possible in Elvish a, like, Mm-hmm. Like the tail end of a story of like a hero being poisoned and him doing his like death <laughs> monologue. Like. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tarak doesn't leave, but he does pull out one of the other pieces of paper <laughs> and says, uh, he turns to Lana and goes, Would you mind if I took notes? Uh, this no, could prove useful to you. Renaya stays but turns around. <laughs> <laughs> and I will leave. Edwards also <laughs> leaves with Catherine. Havel strips, I got a 19 on die for performance. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness. So, in the wake of her lover's death, yep. with her child next to her, you proceed to put on a oh show god. your friend's oh mentor. No. I probably uh, make it about halfway through and then just like start laughing and then just take, take off my clothes to my skimmies. You could see Lana just standing there. Havel. Yeah, it's not entertained. <laughs> That's totally fine. It's, it's all it's not entertained. 100% for Havel. It's like, she is not entertained. Catherine, I have a passive insight of uh, 14. Uh, uh-huh. Were you leaving just to leave or was something wrong? You know, that's a wonderful question. <laughs> the answer it. is yes. You, Something was going you get on. The ha- sense. It's called well, Havel. You get the sense. She doesn't have. That's okay. You get the sense that uh, he was already planning to step out, and that the invitation to is is welcomed. I will follow them. Okay. So, for those of you that say. <laughs> You watch Havel put on a show and chicken out halfway through. Hey, chicken out. I, um, I, I <laughs> noticed the scolds and how no one was enjoying it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to waste this talent. <laughs> um, and you strip down, exposing um, basically up to your torso is the only portion of your body and your head um, that isn't skeletal in nature. Um, and Lada begins to go through this process of brushing this uh, solution onto your bones. Um, and it's it's been interesting because for the last four days, you've had this lack of feeling and sensation in your legs and your arms. Um, and so the first time again, you are feeling pain in those areas as this solution sears and Burns. So Havel starts screaming. Your... Yeah. Um, uh, I stick my too... arm in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. It helps for about a minute or so until he eventually passes out from uh, the pain because it has to go on. She has to be very deliberate and put a thick coat on. Oh, yeah. um, and so Double this coated. is about a, a half an hour process 
of uh, for the first five minutes or so, he's screaming and being tortured. Wow, that's basically a long before time for Hamlet to just be screaming in agony. Holy, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. has no well, voice at the end boy. of it. Yeah, uh, Renaya would have stepped back and like held his hand, but still <laughs> turned away. <laughs> Eventually, uh, you're, you're holding his hand, and eventually, Lada has to like take it away from you to be able to brush, um, brush the solution on. Um, but eventually, she lays him down, um, the cold sweat on his brow as he finally begins to relax. And you watch as very slowly, fibers of muscle and ligaments begin to regrow from his um, limbs. While that's going on. Uh, Cather and Melora, what are you guys talking about? I will follow, but sort of give room, and when I see where he's gone, I'll sort of, like, wait for a second, and if there's something around to, like, knock on, I'll alert him of my presence and ask... There's a... Yeah, there's a post that um, holds up the the roof yeah, over the balcony. Yeah, I was going to say, likely he stepped out just on the porch, stood there for a moment, and then like just like went around and just is like leaning against part of the house. Great. So I'll... Edward also walked out with Cather, by the way. And so just so you know, Edward's just sitting on the porch nearby. Just pointing that out. <laughs> For your information, you know. FYI. Before you do anything. I, you might want to know. do anything crazy. I will pass Edward a little awkwardly. Yeah. And then um, find find Catherine leaning against the wall and sort of knock on the side of the house and ask, do you want some company? Uh, Sure, yeah. Right. Always, Always can enjoy some. How are you? Um, doing all right, actually. Um, still a little frightened, actually. Great. Um, this whole dragon thing, and and then the additional. Are you still wait. hurt? Oh. You have well, a, you're. As I, I, I have still a few, a few scratches <laughs> on my face. You look up your shirt and see like some intense bruising around your ribs. Oh, all right. Give me a moment. I'll bring uh, out yeah. Ruat. And I'll... To be honest, I will point out with the glisten of the moon oh and the sea oh, spray coming up. Let's go. <laughs> while, while you're looking at this, you hear you're, it's accompanied by the faint scream of Havel. <laughs> <laughs> and I will... Um, he will get back. Um, eight hit points. How do you do that? Uh, Ruat. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, as a note, because I rolled low on my wisdom save, um, with this, every now and again, you do actually see Cather flinch, um, hearing, uh, Havel's screams. Just, just throwing that out there. Do you want just you know. to go down to the beach? Um, sure, yeah. Alright, we could take a, a walk. Yeah, and perhaps we can take the, the the scenic route, as it were. Sure. 
Um, and actually, in... As, oh, no, go. I was just going to say, as you begin to walk, Ginger pokes her head out of the pocket um, and looks up at you, Melora, and then, like, looks towards the grass <laughs> and, like, looks back towards you. I'll scoop her out <laughs> and I'll say, mm-hmm. you need to be very careful, all right? When you're done frolicking, if I'm not back, report to Renaya, please. All right? Okay. And she leaps from her hands and disappears into the grass. Hope she doesn't run too fast. But <laughs> she'll probably be alright. I mean, that that squirrel I think can live through anything. I I suppose so. And she knows she'll get in trouble if she doesn't return. That, yes. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for um what she said earlier. It, um, it means a lot. You know, that reminds me actually, um, our conversation earlier, it, it, actually, I had time to think about it and I realized I could better articulate my thoughts now. Um, All right. And I realized when, so when I left the table before, it wasn't because of the whole faith and the idea that Malice has a different ideal than, than what I believe. That wasn't why I left, actually. It was more of the, uh, just old memories, I guess. Um, but regardless, actually, it did make me think about it, and I've realized better now that when it comes to fate, for a long time for me, it was just enough knowing that it existed. I knew there was no doubt, there is no doubt in my mind that it exists and holds some sort of power and sway over people and their lives, but I don't really know to what degree if it's very large at all, or, you know, maybe just very minimal. Mm. Um, but I realized that based on what I have seen, it doesn't make sense to me at this point that people don't have choice. That there is, I almost imagine it like we're in a forest and everyone's traveling on a path and most people and I think Renaya choose to forge their own path through the wilderness ignoring any pre-existing one that they might find and I realized probably what makes more sense to me is that I found a path that was made for me and that I choose to follow that and see where that leads me. And that is how destiny maybe operates. It's more of my choice than anything. Does that make sense? Aye, aye, it does. How does that um, make you feel uh, in regards to the conversation that we had? I 
I think I am beginning to understand some things. That my path is going to lead me to encounter some people. And I think you are a part of that. More, ex more exclusively than the others, even. Do you think you have choice in the matter in regards to me? guess I don't know entirely. It's kind of... I don't know, it kind of makes me... excited. It's almost like... Here's what I do know, Molar. And I know this is going to sound really... weird. Alright. But I have to keep you safe. I don't have a choice in that. I have to. That is the choice that has been given to me by fate. But I also think that perhaps there is a little bit of a choice that I do get with how we get to interact with each other. Um. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's just... <laughs> so I, I guess... Does that answer your question? I suppose it does for now. It's the best I've got right now, to be honest. I, I, I don't understand a lot of things, and I, I know I won't get some answers for a while, probably. I think. When was? I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> When was the last time you were with anyone besides Ginger? Do you remember? And if it's too painful, you don't have to say Ooh, anything. No, that's alright. Um, a very, very long time. I've been away from my home for six months now. Which is kind of weird, because it only has felt like about two months for me. That's going to be interesting to try and explain in a letter. Have you written one? I actually, I, I pull out one. It's, and you notice that the, the sheets of paper just, like, it's obvious that, like, some are very old, like, have been written on and are much older than the other ones, than some of the other ones. <laughs> it's, you know, they're just... I can't, I, I haven't found someone who can, who can give this to, like, my family yet, who can, like, mail it yet, and so it just keeps getting longer. Right. Well, I suppose we could find someone to send that for you. I'm sure your family is very worried about you. Yeah. I... It's, it's bizarre. I, um... I did not think I'd be gone this long, mm. which is maybe a little foolish in, in hindsight. <laughs> and I also kind of figured that I would likely be alone for most of my journey. <laughs> well, I'm um, sorry to disappoint you. But, uh, I'm glad I was wrong. So am I.
we hmm. I sh we should maybe with the group some someday we c we could all go see my family maybe I have I I feel like there are uh, you would love it honestly we don't have so many trees as as like your forest does we do have some trees I have there's uh, well my favorite spots ironically is a graveyard um, <laughs> she doesn't laugh she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't laugh that was Hannah. <laughs> Sorry. Cather does chuckle to himself a little bit though. <laughs> um But it it actually it has there's a tree there. Um with a little patch of, of flowers that I always go to when I needed to think. <laughs> I don't know, I think you would enjoy it. Maybe gin maybe ginger too. I would love to go. We had the time. Perhaps right. we could um Dragons and, well, and other things are kind of in the way right it's now. It's about time that I um, visit my home too, actually. Or what's, um, what's left of it. I go every, um, every ten years or so. It's nearing that time. Um, it will not nearly be as enjoyable. I'm sure for then if you were to meet living people, but um. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This thought just ended. Right it's a bad joke. It's oh a bad God. joke. Oh no. no. Keep going. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's isn't necessarily a priority, but at some point I do um want to go back for a few days. I know it takes a long time to get there and I know it's kind of out of our way and we have so many other things going on but um... Do you... How much time do you have? Just about... You know? A few weeks I think. Um, it's give or take always around this season. Um, mm. Alright, a couple of weeks, so huh. it's north. He's like actually like in his head, like 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 and pointing at like the air. <laughs> and just like okay, okay, so if we if we're over here. Uh, okay, that's a bit of a journey, to be honest, but Bye. I mean I'm just, uh, if only this Stupid figure couldn't wait. Right. About that, um, I wanted to ask you something, and um, you didn't need to get sentimental or or feel any sort of way about it. But um, if I die, will you take care of Ginger, and can you make sure that I'm in the forest? Maybe a tree or or flowers or something. course. Thank you. Now, now, I promise I will do whatever it takes to make sure that doesn't happen. I know. Just, if it were to, that's, that's 
that's what I'd like. I think I'm going to have a nightmare tonight. Um, I'm not feeling very well about what's happening in the city after what we saw today. We haven't seen any trees in this area, have we, DJ? There's like a single tree. Where is said single tree? It's back towards town. Okay, that's fine. Alright. Um, well, maybe we can... We'll regroup with the others. Maybe have some dinner. What time is it, anyway? Very late. <laughs> we'll have some... Is there such thing as 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 breakfast dinner? <laughs> I dunno know, but I dunno think we ate anything today, so any sort of Oh well, That's we'll probably why some... Ginger wanted to run away. She's probably starving. We'll we'll oh. we'll, we'll regroup with the others, we'll have some some dinner and then and then maybe there's that tree towards the entrance of town, I think. Perhaps we could just go, maybe, camp out, you know? I think Havel said he brought a tent. You know, maybe we could swipe that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you. They used to call right, it can I, deck fest. Can I knock? People kept building patios and punching each other. <laughs> we've That's we've been walking, job, Grant, so Thank I don't you. know if you heard. Thank you for that. Yeah, we're... Oh, yeah, don't worry. I... I, I would love to say say my thing if you Go guys ahead. are mm-hmm. in completion. Thank you. Um, so, lucky for you guys. I know you guys walked away, but Edward could, if he tried, probably could have heard you guys, but he didn't really care all that much. Plus, he had other things on oh, his mind. Oh, okay. So. What a good guy. I, I'm so <laughs> glad that we're <laughs> well, In the meantime, he pulled out one of his pieces of paper. Not his journal, like actual paper. Um, and begun writing a letter. Um, and now, DJ, hmm. I believe that the alias that Charles and Edward agreed on hmm. was something to the effect of... I have it. Theodore. I have it. I don't know if you have it right. I do. You do? Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. I should write this um, stuff down. Timothy Gradwell. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it might be Timothy Gradwell. <laughs> yeah, Gradwell, Timothy Gradwell. Dash Edward's code name. Wink. Nice, good job, thank you. Uh, Please tell me something you wrote. So (laughs) nice. So uh, that's awesome. I love it. (laughs) So um, Edward wrote as they were talking, Sir Charles. Oh, and on the outside of the envelope that he will write on, um, and hopefully wax seal if he has this stuff for it, um, he'll write to Charles from old friend. Um, Theodore, no, Timothy Gladwell? Grad. Grad, with an R. Gradwell. Theodore gotcha. Roosevelt. Alright, so, so this is the letter. Sir Charles, travel has been challenging, but unexpectedly rewarding. My companions have abilities that must have demanded lifetimes of development, and although in certain instances they may be rather unconventional, they have gifted me with the opportunity to witness a legend. I find myself in increasing anticipation to get to the library. Thank you for encouraging me. You are a friend in the highest regards of the word. I hope to see you again someday. Signed, Timothy Gradwell. And once he's done, he uh, gets the letter out, lights his little 
you know, wax melter and takes the wax stick and makes a little wax seal. Um, just sticks it in his bag for future sending. Right. And that's what he does. And then after, I'm assuming probably after this, Havala stopped screaming, so he'll probably re-enter the room. Yeah. <laughs> As you re-enter the room and Catherine and Melora continue to uh, discuss and debate what they're going to be doing tonight, uh, we're going to end tonight's <laughs> session. Um, and you all level up. <gasps> what? 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 Bro! That was so quick. Really? So, uh, you guys will go ahead and roll your dice. Is Troy still in chat? Troy, if you're, you have to update the command again. Troy, <laughs> if you're going to uh, take a feat, um, let us know what feat you're going to be taking. Oh, man. I have right now. If you if you know what hey, it's going to be, hey, that's pretty good, I, guys. Bro, I don't even know no, what the feet I can't do this. I right rolled now. a seven. <laughs> as much I'm as I want, as, as much as I want a feet, I feel like Havel has had a very personal change, right? I feel like I feel like there's oh. been some growth, so I oh. think I'm gonna bump his wisdom up. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, you could do that choice. with a feat. I think I'm gonna bump his wisdom. DJ, oh. I think I'm gonna take a feat because okay. it's cool. It is cool. Um, but I don't know which one it is because uh, I don't know the feats. I know so exactly what I'm doing. I'm debating between Sentinel and and upping my strength. So, so we roll the HP. I just really right? wish yeah, that Melora was strong because I feel like having the tavern brawler feat would just be so epic for her. <laughs> but. <laughs> No, I know. Hey, DJ. So, I can't believe we love you. Know how, this is so you know exciting. how I'm thick. You know how I'm straight Jesus up. Christ you know Christ. how I'm straight up the thickest of the thick. I keep yeah. dropping the mic. So first of all, uh, Tarak will be taking the tough feet. Yes. <laughs> Second Naturally. of all, I just rolled my D10 and I got another 10. <gasps> That's awesome! <laughs> I got a seven. Wow, dude! I got. I did too. Three. You boys. Oh. <laughs> just to just to confirm, you just gained eighteen HP. Something like that. Dang. Nice. That's almost my max right now at level three. Um, I have a question for DJ. Yes. So this will probably happen every time we level up, mm-hmm. but how do I add the health? I so roll the thing. roll your D eight, and then you're going do I to add con. Yes, you add your con, <gasps> and that ups your max HP by that much. Fourteen. Is there anything like? Does the the number of the level have any effect? No. It on... does. It you gain a, a certain feature of your class for bard. You get an ability score improvement, which means that you can either up a stat by plus two or two by plus one, or you can choose oh to negate that for choosing a feat. Okay, yeah, I'll probably do that one. I, I just I wanted to make know. sure the health was being done well. Um, and then when it says. Um, Temporary hit die or hit die down just at the bottom, like two boxes down. You should have four d eight instead of three d eight. So now when Let's you take go. a sh- yeah, so now when you take a short rest, you can roll up to four d eight of health that you regain instead of three d eight. All right, all right. What's up, Lydia? I'm good to go. I'm then. taking the observant feat. Ooh, very nice. Ooh. That gives you like what a plus five to your passive perception um, rate. Yeah, increase your intelligence or wisdom. Wisdom. Um, and then nice. if you see a creature's mouth uh, while it is speaking a language you understand, you can interpret what it's saying by reading its lips. Very nice. And then you have a plus five bonus to your passive wisdom. 
and passive intelligence scores. Nice. Epic. So I mathed it out. Um, I gain a total of 22 HP, mm. setting my current max HP oh, to 63. Nice. Damn. Can I'm someone double fact my handbook, please tell me what the hit dice for a rogue is, because I don't remember. Uh, it's a D8. D8, uh, D8 yeah. Look at us, guys. We're, we're, we're all the way to level the four. Only one right. level, level until I can so attack things twice. That's like... One more what? level until I can hit things twice. You mean until so you like can miss things four. twice, Drew? I, I rolled a one. Shush, all right? It's <laughs> like four episodes per level. Uh, so Ryan, get level you, get a, you get a re-roll on your first one. Six. Okay, that's more manageable. Eight, that's a six. Eight, baby. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that's pretty. That's All that's right. great. DJ, I'm so gonna I'm gonna message you about possible feats because I'm being indecisive right now. I'm loving it. I'm okay. ready. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Cool. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Our, uh, is that everything, guys? We did it. Taking care. We hey, that's won. up to you, Mr. Yeah, we we did it. We're the winners. We did it. We did it. We did it. Side note, Yay. because I chose, I was, it. I was thinking, uh, but I also rolled my health and got a ten. <gasps> nice. Your boys are. I got a seven. Not as impressive. Kind of cool. What is I got a seven. What is everybody at? I'm at thirty four. Nice. Drew, what you at? Uh, that's this would put me at forty four. Thirty two. Nice. Thirty two. Renaya. Uh, sixty three. That's crazy, uh -huh. bro. That's insane. Grant. Uh, you want to know yeah. mine before yours? Twenty five. Twenty seven. That's what I was at. That's what I was at at level three. I'm the, I'm the babyest. You're still? the babyest. Yeah, I thought 100%. I was gonna be the babyest. Hey. Uh, last time I rolled like a two. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna take so. skill expert, by the way. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, this was a really fun episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, it really was. Yeah, if you like our content, keep coming back on Monday nights. Also, go check it out. We will have be having our um, Between the Rows, our six-part miniseries um, podcast yes. episodes out sometime in the next couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for uh, that. Also, YouTube. Uh, the VODs will also be on YouTube. So that's a great little story that you can check out. Um, we have one more session before we do our uh, our Valentine's Day one-shots, <laughs> so just be aware of that on February 8th. Um, yep. and DM'd by Lydia. Lydia Corn. Lydia Corn. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, we love you guys so much. Um, Share us with your yeah. friends. Yeah, guys. Yes, 100%. Please <laughs> share it with your friends. Do it. We get like two or three new followers every week, and it makes us so happy to get to share this with more people. So, yeah, we love you guys. Um, is there anything else? No. You, you keep forgetting no. to say Check out our merch store www.thepaperdungeon.com. Alright, with Grant. We should so end this now. We're tired. Yeah, that really nice night. Wait, with that, see you next time, engineers.